Okay, so we all know how ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online. But here's something you might not know. You can also use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. This whole week I've been using ExpressVPN to binge The Office on UK Netflix. It's so simple to do, I just fire up the ExpressVPN app, change my location to UK, refresh Netflix, and that's it. ExpressVPN lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from over 100 countries, so just think about all the Netflix libraries you can go through. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason I use ExpressVPN to watch shows is because it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, and you can stream in HD no problem. So if you want to get access to hundreds of new shows, use my link right now, expressvpn.com lorehammer, and you can get an extra three months off ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com lorehammer, expressvpn.com lorehammer to learn more. Welcome to Lorehammer, episode 12, Necron Awakening. Welcome back to Lorehammer. My name is Eric. And I'm Mark. This is uh, Jordan. And I'm Christian. I'm hey, Christian. Back for another episode. This is, uh, sadly, this will be Christian's last episode with us. We got too much hate mail saying that people yeah. did not like having Christian on. Uh, but we already promised Christian would have him on for yeah. one more episode. So, so yeah. we've heard you people. Thank you for your support, and you know it. Just so no one leaves, we will get rid of Christian. Yeah, he's, he's gone. He's gone. I'll be starting my own podcast that will compete with yours directly. Tiding Lorehammer. Can, can I? Lorehammer. Can I be on that? <laughs> I'll can invite I? you guys as guests. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> It'll work great. Uh, well, then we'll get double the downloads if exactly. we have two podcasts going. So many people will listen to our voices. <laughs> okay, um, this is our twelfth episode, Necron. Yep. The second time we're doing Necron? Yes, I guess the first time was War in Heaven. Yep. Way, way back when we first touched yeah, on Yeah, what, what episode would that have been? Just so that would have been people... two. Episode two. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I guess it was. Yeah, so uh, if you haven't listened to episode two, you should probably listen to that, then come back and listen to this one. <laughs> probably first. It, it will give you uh, some ideas yeah, about yeah. what we're talking about. It gives you a little background. Yeah. Yeah, because the Necron weren't always Necron. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. <laughs> So uh-huh. there's that. Uh, but we're not touching on that today. Today we're talking about after kind of humanity is making contact with Necron. Yeah, we're talking about the Necro- Necron reawakening. Yeah, real the, the awakening. I guess re would imply that they've already done it once right. before. I mean, I'm sure at some point a Necron has lied down and had a nap and woken. Well, so. not if they're all metal bodies. Why would you need to nap? I don't know. So it's all no, just wrong. Phasing. This is all wrong. <laughs> Maybe they've metaphorically awoken. <laughs> And they mental, had like a mentally had like a, yeah. Maybe we want to kill everything. <laughs> Maybe the Necron are hashtag woke. Ugh. Oh my god! I'm glad you're here, Jordan. You bring uh, not 40k into our 40k <laughs> podcast, so it's good. It stretches me. You know? Yeah, yeah. There's only two things I know, yeah. and that's pleasuring women yeah. and 40k. And let me tell you, you're only good at one of those. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And it's not 40k. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Oh, your wife tells me Aaron everything. Would know. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, we all live together. I have a history. Oh. You know? 
You don't even know me. You don't know my story. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, a quick add to episode 11 um, was the Tao skin flaps that uh, when we were listening to the episode, it was uh, there was a little bit of uh, emotion mm-hmm. evolved in that um, when we were talking about that one. Mark yeah. And I. So I've prepared a written um, apology for you guys. Yeah. <clears throat> I deeply apologize <laughs> to all the fans that I was wrong for the first time. <laughs> it will be the last time, I promise you. <laughs> Tao, they have skin flaps. Yeah. I thought they used wooden constructs, but apparently they have skin flaps. How tough was that for you to say? Sorry. Reading? Off the paper? <laughs> Reading. That was, was the very part. tough. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read. Yeah, I was so, waiting for you to say that. I, I can't read. There we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so we did go back and looked at it a little more because I was very curious, and especially since we never fully knew if it was like skin flaps or if it was actual wings yeah. or. But yeah, they definitely have like a squirrel suit. Yeah, or had like the air cast. I think, yeah. yeah, I'm assuming at this point it's gone. Yeah, but back when they were in the mountain people. Yeah, and it, it was weird wrapping my brain around that. Yeah, some. Interesting variances in the Tao. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's uh, that's about everything for that. Um, right now, let's talk about something that's coming up. Yeah. In the new year. Yeah, so we're getting close to being done, kind of our outline of the, the universe. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the new year, we're going to be changing up, like, the way our podcast kind of functions. And we're bringing in new segments. And right now, like... The way we do our episodes is going to change a little bit, like the topic content itself, but it's still going to be good, and it's going to be something that we more enjoy doing. Yeah. But it's all going to be lore still. Of course. But instead of like, here's the Necron in M3677, yeah. they did this. It's going to be stuff I, that I, we actually... I feel like we need like a chalkboard on the back with some, <laughs> someone furiously writing notes yeah, like in yeah. a room. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're going to be changing up a little bit, but we're still going to be solely a lore-based podcast. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're, well, we're well, excited. Yeah, we just want to bring some change into what's going on, just a little bit of variety from podcast episode to episode. Yeah. So uh, we're going to give you a little bit of a tease, one of our new segments... Uh, we're going to call it Rapid Fire. <clears throat> Why? And, well, thank you for asking, Mark. Wow. <laughs> uh, the way it works is Mark or I are going to think of a topic, and then, like, if I think of the topic, Mark has to talk about that topic for a whole minute, and he's not allowed to look at anything, and it doesn't matter if he's, like, super wrong. All that matters is that he, ch- like, be as right as you can, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I don't know everything. So yeah. chances are good. I'm going to say some complete, like, wrong stuff. Oh, so. it's going to be quite <laughs> quite amusing. So You're going to have to do your own written apologies, I think. Uh, probably. We're going to have to have, like, a, a section just to fix what we had said uh, in the previous oh, episode. Oh, sweet. So now we have another section we right. can do. Perfect. Perfect. Ah. Works for me. Podcast expansion. Exactly. Huh. Uh, so let's do let's do it today. This will be our first time doing yeah, it. Yeah, just to give you a little teaser. So, uh, so I'm going to ask Eric a question. Okay. And for this question, I've determined he's going to have 30 seconds to 30, do it. Okay. That's like four words. Let's do this. <laughs> so Four very slow words. <laughs> um, the question is... 
Tell me all you know about High Fleet Hydra. Oh my gosh, okay. And go. Uh, High Fleet Hydra is one of the smaller um, High Fleets, and it's a pretty new one, but what's crazy is when they're awakening, they're actually cannibalizing all the other High Fleets that are happening. And the coolest thought out there right now is that because all the um, Tyranids, all they're trying to do is like advance and advance and advance. So this High Fleet, maybe it's the most advanced, and what they're doing is reabsorbing all the other DNA genetic material and to bring it back into High Fleet Hydra so they can repurpose it and create like the much better uh, High Fleet. And, and then, done. Oh. That was pretty good. 30 seconds was all right. See, I, I gave you a nice softball. Repeating words. There. It's like when you're <laughs> yeah. sending an essay and you're just like, yeah, yeah it's like going to work out. Well, well, that's why I didn't want to do a whole minute because yeah. I'm like, yeah, you can. Well, High Fleet Hydra, it's pretty like little well known. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you expanding on your thought? No, you no, I'm just over. I gave you 30 seconds, Eric. <laughs> that was it. And now, now you're being greedy and you want to talk more about it. it. There's not as much about it as I wish there was, but... That's going to change. Yeah, exactly. So. With the release of the Tyranid Codex coming out pretty quick here, it's they're doing seven fleets. Yeah. And like that's what they're releasing rules and like command points and structures for. So Hydra will be one of them. Yeah. And that is going to be pretty cool. Because yeah. it, it is a pretty standalone high fleet. Yeah. 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 Very unique. Pretty unique. Okay. So that was a little taste of rapid fire. <laughs> Boy, yeah. I feel like my lips hurt now. <laughs> yeah. Can okay. we do it in a rap? Well, I think uh, we'll probably, well, I mean, we're going to introduce another segment next episode that we do. Yeah. We'll throw in a couple more teasers for you. Tell us what you think of these little segments. If you like them, if you can think of something you want, or if you just don't like them at all. And you just want us to keep reading directly off Let's Academy with no enunciation yeah. or like no tone. Then keep your deconstructive criticism to yourself. Yeah, Jordan is sensitive. Yeah, he's a poor soul. Uh, I guess without further ado, let's step into this. So the Necron. Um, the like we, we've titled it Necron Awaken and it truly is uh, an awakening of the Necron, and they are, like, super fresh in 40K. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, like, tell tell the date when the Imperium had their first contact. Uh, Imperium first contact was 897 M41. Oh, yeah, and there's a contact before that. Right, yeah. there is. But yeah. that's Imperium first contact with the Necron, which is 103 years before 999 M41. Yeah, which... Like, that's nuts. It's crazy, like... That's kind of... True. It's the first like official recorded contact. But yeah. There's rumors of like the Imperium encountering them during the Great Crusade, even like small sporadic encounters. Yeah, there might. And be, they were but... never like really recorded. No, but... but this is like this is when the Imperium the first official recorded yes. contact. Yeah, yeah. And, that, that's and probably when they encountered them during the Great Crusade. Yeah, they, it would have been just more no, like they think it's purging just a tomb. Tomb. Yeah, like yeah. purging yeah. a tomb world more so than like an actual. Yeah, engagement. and even when the beast arises, there's rumors of one being contacted as well. Like I said, it's like in the background. No yeah. one knows what they are. But right, exactly. But yeah. it's yeah. crazy to think that like they're only like 150 years old. Right, like. In the galaxy. Because they've been around, like, almost just as long... No, they've been around longer than the Eldar. Yeah, yeah, they have been. They're the oldest living race. Ex well, if you well, call that Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it really living? <laughs> well, it's called living metal, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. He got me there. I got you so good. Uh, so, the actual, like, what's recorded first, um, kind of like the first lead-up to the Necron, is in 783 M41, there was an Eldar Farseer by the name of Eldrad, and he had a vision of humanity uh, awakening 
um, a Necron tomb world. Yeah. And, he, and him being an Eldar, he knows exactly what's about to go down. Yeah. And in classic Eldar fashion. Like he just destroys the human fleet. Yeah, yeah. Instead yeah. of, you know, destroying the Necron. Right. Well, he does eventually. Yeah, goes, he, he goes and you know, the world. Instead of destroying the Necron first and letting the human fleet do its own thing, he goes, he destroys the human fleet, then he goes... Then he's like, ooh, I got a breather. Now <laughs> I can go get the Necron. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so because the Eldar, they were the kind of like the original enemies of the Necron and the Necron Tur. Yeah. Um, and they obviously have very long memories and long lives but they also have their passing down of knowledge so there's no way they don't know about necron right so it, i would imagine it's yeah, kind of cool to know. think of like yeah. the eldar like one of their purposes is just going around finding necron and like destroying the tomb worlds yeah before any kind of reawaken yeah yeah, yeah. That, it is it's kind of cool it, it, you kind of think of it as like a secondary function of something that the eldar do yeah i i don't know if i would say that would be a common theme but i would say it could happen yeah like but would, it's would not it be too it's, difficult to think that there's kind of like a craft world out there that that does it that's no that it's not right. too difficult but yeah. that as like a the whole. whole i don't think they're like right. you know those necron let's go hunt them you know it's not a this, common yeah, they're not gonna hunt yeah but they would at least recognize it for what it is yes. there, it yeah. was a bigger theme for them like back when they were like still in contact with the old ones, it Before was kind the of like well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that was you know, but it was forgotten and like as you know, yeah. the other focus more on like their own empire and self preservation later on. Well, and too when they burst well, Slanish, they lost a bunch of knowledge and stuff. Yeah, yeah but that's so. actually pretty recent. Like what, well, what would happen way before then is the enslavers would have come and the Necron all would have gone to sleep. Yeah. Right, and then yeah. you know, millions and millions and millions of years later, like I guess, yeah, then a whole bunch, yeah, even a thing, right? Yeah. So there is one craft world that uh, does take on the responsibility of like there is attacking one. the Necron oh, nice. threat. Yeah, That's I, I just cool. can't think of the name of it, but it's a pretty well known craft world. I'll see if I can pull it up later and bring it up. But. Hmm. It's odd how many things I just imagine that are actually part of 40k. <laughs> That's a big galaxy. <laughs> think of anything right now. Think one, two, uh, three, go. Purple. Okay, yes, that is it. It's in it. It's in. Jeez. <laughs> In fact, in fact my Imperial Knights are purple. You guys want to talk about Imperial Knights for a bit? <laughs> Someone wants to do a bonus episode. <laughs> um, but yes, after that, the first real Imperial contact with uh, Necron that is recorded and, um, I don't know, logged, I guess. Yeah. It's, uh, it is the 897 M41 humanity awakens the tomb worlds and that's kind of when everything floods like the floodgates open for necron yeah yeah, yeah. and uh it was on a the planet's called sanctuary 101 and it was like a uh sister to battle uh what would they call it like a c- citadel world hmm. what do they call convent? like a whole yeah maybe like a convent or something like that but convict what bunch of criminals whoa <laughs> <laughs> there, there are penal yeah. worlds, but let's not get into that. Right yeah, um, but yeah, like it, there's a joke there. There's I know. A, there's a I penis know, joke there. That's why I was looking at you. Penal and convict. penises are not a joke. They're serious. Maybe business. yours is. Uh, hey, oh, high five, Christian. I totally just stole that high five right out of their hand. <laughs> I reached over the table and got it from okay. them. Okay. But yeah, so that's when the, like their first contact, and after that, you can imagine that like. Each year, another another world, and then you know another tomb world happened, and another one, another, yeah, and, and it's, then it's it's not like in a little area either. It's galaxy wide right. that, like over the next one hundred years, um, till kind of like current events. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. They're just awakening and yeah. awakening, right? Yeah. And, and they're trying to reclaim the empire that they had. Yeah. So there is um, two potential ways that we kind of saw uh, Necron worlds would awaken. And one is uh, some of them just like their time comes up, kind of like a cryo, like there's a timer. Yep. Yeah. Somebody kept set that like egg egg dial. No, that's exactly yeah. what I'm thinking. And there's like a bunch of tombs with like frozen warriors. Yeah. And then it, like the image pans to a little egg timer on the clock and it just goes and then the eyes all of a sudden just all open yeah. at the in, same in a very time. comical fashion. Right, you no, know? exactly. Not not fully uh not as death driven. Yes, exactly. That's but what I'm trying I totally to say. Horrifying. Horrifying as it actually no, I would totally be. had that thought. <laughs> and like a tomb spider just comes and like clicks off the egg. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so there is. I would that. say that would probably be the most common way of the awakenings happening. I don't know if I could claim one is more common than the other. I I couldn't either, but it just seems like if a bunch of all of a sudden waking up, right. you would think that there would have been a time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. So we'll tell you the second one, uh, and uh, it's Xenos interference. Yeah. So just like on Sanctuary One Hundred and One, where the Sister of Battle like stumbled across the Tomb World and like accidentally woke him up. Yeah. Like, that would happen. But for that to happen all of a sudden, just over these next 100 years, I don't think it'd be as No, you're like, right. Likely. You're right. But yeah, but in the time before, like, the odd incursion or something. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, who knows if an orc wah stumbled upon oh, of course. Yeah. You know, a tomb yeah. world and just wrecked it while they were sleeping. Yeah. Wait, you think orcs would win against the Necron? If they're sleeping, anyone wins against the Necron. Mm-hmm. Tell that to the tomb spider that can literally phase through concrete. It, just, it Like, this thing will swim. Through rock. You can do anything with enough bodies, Eric. <laughs> it, you can't touch it. Anyways, that doesn't matter. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, and then another thing we had in this is the Triarch Praetorians. So they are, um, they're, they're bodyguards? Um, they're kind of like protectors of Necron culture. And what they would do is they'd go around from planet to planet. Tomb world to tomb world. Not necessarily. Well, yeah, yes, tomb world. They were I tomb guess worlds. they would mostly be tomb world. Yeah, but um, like a tomb world can have a Xenos population on it, right? Because without the tomb even, worlds are like underground. Yeah, without even being aware of the tomb world below. And these uh, tetriarchs would set themselves up on the planet as like what tetriarchs? It's triarch. These uh, Tetris would go <laughs> set themselves up on the planet and set themselves up as like gods to be worshipped. Yeah, which is a little crazy to and, think about. Uh, yeah, but like, so you go to some like stone tool culture and you like show up in your living metal body and nothing can hurt you. Like they yeah. would probably end up uh, worshiping you. Of course, you. like it is a god. Yeah, and it would really just, it would be twofold. It would be so that when uh, the Necron fully awakened, they would have a bunch of servants. So that's one thing. And also, it was a way to keep the Necron culture alive. Yeah. Like, they would uh, instill, like, their codes and their ethics upon these, like, different Xenos races. Which is kind of interesting, because it almost, like, speaks of them trying to build an empire, like, with living people. Yeah, like, um, I don't know if they really necessarily nowadays have anything against living people. Right. Not um, anymore. Not anymore. We'll get into that later, but yeah. um, I they just want to be in charge, right? A- and they want to get back and, their supremacy. Yeah, and it's not like tower. It's like yeah, they're in charge, but everyone's kind of equal. It's like they want to be ruling, and everyone else is clearly def- below, but below serving. Yeah, so that that is a cool function of the Praetorian, actually. Yeah, Even, yeah. Um, when like a, a world o- like a world starts to awaken, yeah, um, it actually sends out a signal, and a Praetorian will rush to go there, yeah, to make sure that like 
the awakening process is like okay yeah. and that the people the necrons that awaken are brought back yeah. into the necron dynasty yeah because even it could happen that they go to a world mm-hmm. and then uh like the lord the necron lord of the world who's like usually the ruler couldn't have awakened or right was damaged he, he woke up or, and yeah he was damaged and he was insane and it'd be like their job conceivably to end up killing the lord and then putting somebody else new in charge to in order to keep like the necron codes alive and stuff because yeah. you don't want no crazy person running around like they're pretty strict on a hierarchy yeah too. they they very much are so yeah that that could conceivably be one of their their uses too right. it, it is interesting to note that they do not hibernate yeah, yeah, so they've been around for 60 million years doing their thing. Yeah, kind it's of going been from a world, long time. World to world, setting themselves up, yeah. you know, coming to Earth, building our pyramids for us. Right, um, ejaculating into plasma and birthing us. Whoa. Unconfirmed. <laughs> <laughs> but you can imagine that's the case. Right, you exactly. Know, like, it's How not- <laughs> hard is that of a stretch? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, um, when you did your kill team, yeah. uh, you used five or six of these guys as kind of your kill team. Right. Because it, it it just makes sense that they're wandering the galaxy, kind of doing like their own yeah. unique goal. No, a, it totally is. And yeah. like all they do is like they go together and, and then they just like, oh, crap, they find some people, they destroy them now. Because they're also really mobile. Yeah. Uh, they had like the jump packs and like the spears of light. The staffs of life. Staffs of light. Yeah, yeah I think that so. makes sense. I think staffs, yeah. but... No, they they were pretty cool, pretty fun yeah. to do. Yeah, I enjoyed playing them. They're no, I don't enjoy playing you though. So. <laughs> oh, I just man. hate Overwatch. Oh. It's the worst. Come on, I maybe killed one Necron ever with Overwatch. Yeah, that armor save is great. <laughs> and feel no pain. And feel no pain. Yeah, yeah. And then like the come back to life rule. Mm. Oh, yeah. I guess they had that as well they as did. Those. yeah, Oof. like the repair. Oh yeah, yeah. You complained about a little Overwatch, eh? Uh, yeah, because <laughs> you didn't even have to roll the hit. <laughs> <laughs> when you had flamers yeah good times life is fun not a good it? time um so that's kind of like where the necron each one is coming from and they're all coming from two worlds they're all awake yeah except for these guys yeah so let's talk a little bit about um the actual tomb world facility and then we'll talk about the inhabitants in inside the sure. tomb world yeah so it is underground yeah um all of the pictures that you see it courses with like a green energy it, yeah think like a it definitely has like an egyptian flair to it yeah but more of like an obelisk and less less of like a glyph even though they do they do use glyphs yeah but it's like a lot of green light running through areas like long hallways that would just stretch like with crypts and like yeah you can imagine just each each wall is lined with like thousands of necron right, warriors exactly. and it's like a you know 10 miles long where just each side is just lined with warriors and then you got little like scarabs or tube spiders going right. around keeping keeping all the minor uh like systems running yeah exactly someone has to care for it or you know if there's a malfunction in one of like the technologies you know someone has to take care yeah. of it so that's what they have these like little animals that they've built uh out of like metal and they run around and they make sure everything in the facility is running smoothly yeah are, those things are AI's yeah, just as a question like uh, team spiders and yes. things like that yeah so yeah. they're fully artificial I, um, I don't know if they, I don't know if they have personality yeah I would. They're definitely I, a construct, but I don't know if they have intelligence. So to right. me, I would say they wouldn't, just because going off like what Necron themselves are, very few Necron themselves even have personality. That's a good point. That, to then instill it into a machine. Yeah, I mean more like they, they were built. They weren't like taken oh, from yes. biological life the yes. same way the Necron themselves No, were. you are they're correct. They're like robots yeah. that they built. Yeah, that, but they're robots more so than... Right. I yeah. meant like... They serve I didn't mean okay. artificial okay. intelligence. Well, no, that's still yeah. a good conversation. Well, you piece. said artificial intelligence. <laughs> well, I didn't mean it, Eric. Well, you said it. Get, 
This is why he's getting booted. I know, because he just so argumentative. He, just, he doesn't rub us the right way. You know what I mean? He doesn't yeah, rub not us. not like your touches, eh? No, mine are nice. <laughs> touches mine are right. wanted. No. <laughs> Uh, Tomb World, uh, uh, just to add on to that, are, they're like classified under three kind of major classifications. There's like the Crown Worlds, which are like the political centers when the Necron Empire existed okay. back in the day. Sure. Uh, were kind of like the hubs of power. So okay. like, that's where your lords and things would live, and like that's where the major population centers and stuff would be. Okay. Um, then you have secondary worlds. Sorry, am I talking too far away from the mic, Jordan? Yes, you need to be. Direct. Okay. Direct. You want to be able to stick your tongue out. Yeah, and be able to touch the mic with your tongue. Yeah. The more water you get inside the mic, the better, I've been told. Not even that. Just be very direct. So, crone... Or just say nothing. Crone worlds? Crown worlds or crone worlds? Crown. Crown. Oh, crown Crown worlds. Okay, that's kind of cool. I would have assumed that the lord would be on his planet already. Because a lord would rule a planet. Yeah. They did have courts, though. Yeah, they did have like well, a necron- and not all, all lords. Necronite are- or Necronian? What, what, like as the race as a whole? What are you saying? Yeah, like how would you describe like? Oh, you would just say, look at those Necrons. Yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was a dumb question. Hmm. But we can write to Games Workshop and get some actual clarification. Right, absolutely. I think we should. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so the next ones are uh, core worlds, which kind of like compose like the rest of the empire, and then fringe worlds. Like the outer colonies of it, and are like have the lowest, like the uh, the Necron society is built very hierarchical, yeah. And like people fall into their place in society, and the worlds yeah. kind of follow that kind of trend, yes. So the core worlds are like the medium level powers, and then your fringe worlds are like on the outside, yeah. Um, hmm. But when they all got converted into tomb worlds, like their importance varies to the empire based on that kind of hierarchy, right? Yeah, because yeah, they have a bunch of different dynasties now, yeah. yeah. And, well, and, they always have, but no, not and necessarily. I guess. When okay, but when when they were united, the El- they created the Eldar as a common foe. So then, the, but the they dynasties were, the were no dynasties, longer warring with each other. They weren't warring with each other, but, but they, they existed still exist, as separate like, entities. They were just yeah, separate like layers and the of US command. We're not warring, but we're clearly separate entities. Even though we usually go towards. I think a, a better goal. example would be like individual provinces in Canada. Sure, we all exist. Like provinces aren't warring with each other. We're states. In the Have United you heard states. of Quebec? <laughs> different podcasts there <laughs> anyways yeah so they the dynasties existed as like kind of yeah subject to the higher power and, hmm. and i guess the one thing that often is overlooked in like a tabletop war game is like the economies of places so back when like necronter was a thing like yeah they would have like mining worlds and stuff where it, it definitely is not a seat of power but they still need like minerals and stuff or they would have you know potentially like how 40k has like or the Imperium has like agri worlds where it's definitely not a seat of power, but you still need food, you know. So yeah, you'd have like the Crone worlds, which would be Crown, Crown worlds, Crone worlds or Eldar, Crone or an Eldar thing. Yeah, uh, where Crown worlds would be like the equivalent to like hive cities, essentially. Or where, like Terra. Yeah, where usually Terra. It, it's a seat of power, you know, and you can work your way out. Okay. So yeah, I can see that. Yeah, because. Yeah, like they would have their own way their economy works and their own planets and all that. Like it's not just every planet is cre- created equal, right? You know, so right. Um, yeah. 
It's a good point. I didn't know about the differences in the world. I didn't either until right now. But yeah. then again, I've never actually read anything because mm-hmm. I can't read. <laughs> uh, so what's next? Uh, next is Necron Quartz and actually how it works from top to bottom. Yeah. So um, at the very front of any any world is a Necron Lord. He's in charge. But there are people in power even above him, depending on how big of a dynasty you have. Right. So... At the very top of the dynasty, you usually have what's called, um, well, you have Cesarek. Uh, so Poseidon. he is technically like, he's the king of kings. Yeah. yeah. And he's not even in the galaxy anymore. He went on and he, he makes a return like late. Does like he? he's, it's a, it's a, he does come back. Event. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, okay. But, but yeah, it's super, he, super. Yeah. Late. So he's in charge of all Necron. So, yeah, like if he shows is up like to, a named character, yeah. this guy, there's no like, he's the guy who originally like made the deal for the biotransfer yeah, and all that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he's um, been around forever. Yeah. And he, he never slept he's either. He's the oldest guy. I suppose. Maybe. He's living metal. <laughs> uh, no, yes, he he is the king of all the Necron. Yeah, so he if he shows up on any dynasty, he's in charge. Right. But below him, they have what's called Pharons. Yeah, a Pharon. And a Pharon uh, technically is the exact same thing as an overlord. But So both of those guys will rule dynasties, but it depends on the size of the dynasty. Yeah. If your dynasty uh, encompasses an entire sector at least, then you would be a Pharon. Yeah. If your dynasty is less than a sector, you would be an overlord. Okay. Yeah. So and and what it is is so you have your king of you have Sazet, Sarek, Zarek, whatever his name is. Yeah. And then underneath him you have the overlords and pharaons who rule the sectors. Yeah. And then underneath those guys you have the Necron lords who and rule they rule actual yeah, individual planets. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like the major leadership of them. Mm-hmm. There's also a couple things that kind of stand outside of the regular flow. Yeah. Uh, and the number one of them would be a cryptic. Yeah. Because uh, a cryptic is like a master of science, but like fringe science. Yeah. Like we'll get into their technology, but just as like a quick example, like they can. Uh, oh, they can freeze time. They can freeze time. They like, can like conjure storms and like mess with like they mess with reality. Yeah, is what they mess yeah. with without using the but, power yeah. of the warp. That's it. That, that's the important distinction is they don't use magic necessarily. They, it's all they science. Use science, but it goes to that old adage. I can't remember who where this quote comes from, but like where magic becomes or science becomes indistinguishable from magic. Right. Um. That's how advanced. But the, they are. The main thing is that yeah, they don't touch the warp because they can't. But yeah, so all, all of what they use, while it would look like magic to us, yeah. is science because we know they can't touch the warp. Yeah. Uh, and the other one kind of outside of this regular structure of command would be the enforcers. Yeah. So uh, that's... Which, once again, are those tetriarchs. Tetrarchs. Tetrarchs. Triarchs. Triarchs. T-R-I. Mark's messing me up now. He's right. It's triarchs. It definitely is. Absolutely. There's triarch Praetorians and triarch Stalkers. Which they're the same, just a Stalker is a vehicle. Yeah, exactly. But it's still piloted by a triarch. Yeah, that's like the rank they're given. Yeah. And once again, yeah, they just go to the planets and they enforce Necron code and law. Like, I I kind of see them as being, like, outsided enough to kind of, like, tell an overlord when he's messing up. Oh, absolutely. That that is literally their goal. But, like, how high do you think up they go? Like, can they tell a Pharon that he's... Yeah. Yeah, like, they if somebody is breaking Necron codes and laws, 
that is their job to to say something and enforce it that i like i'm sure even if uh Cesaric said something wrong they would have the power to do something against him really because that is that is what they're made for it's like having the, the cops well no no because necron like have had the culture way before Cesaric. Yeah, and stuff. I'm assuming the, the Necron code changes from the Necron Tur to the Necron. No, I don't think it would. Yeah, Why be- would it? Because they changed as a people. You're making assumptions. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything like. Yeah, I don't. Like it's that. possible it changed subtly, but you, hmm. there's no evidence. For yeah, it. but uh, yeah, like that is literally their goal. Like that is their whole point is to make sure that it's the code being is- followed. Like you and, honor the code, and no one can tell them otherwise because they know what it is. Right. So. They go around and, yeah, they're also outside of this, like, hierarchy that they have. Right. Um, And then when you're in the hierarchy, um, obviously they have no purpose for anything other than warriors because they don't, they don't live, right? Yeah, at this point in their history, they no longer need food. Right. They no longer need medals. They no longer need Yeah, they don't need, like, crazy infrastructure like cities or anything like that. Yeah, Yeah, you don't need homes. You don't need anything. All you need is warriors. Yeah, so every single other Necron fits into, like, their war structure. Yeah, which is kind of neat, actually. Um, Because, like, when you look at, like, a lot of other races, like... Like, once again, like, we forget to talk a lot about, like, their economy and, like, back home what happens on their planets. Like, you focus, because it's a tabletop war game, yeah. you focus on the military. But for Necron, it's all military. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Because when, if you were to look at, like, the human population, how much of the human population in the galaxy is actually tied to the Astra Militarum and the space? Yeah. And, and the like, difference? it's probably a fraction. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about. Like, even, like, Billions of guardsmen are sacrificed each day. Yeah, that's not really like it's not nothing in in, a in trillion, the, trillions of people. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of cool that Necron are just solely built for war. I do. I do want to say part of that is due to their like loss of individuality. Like during the biotransference, like anyone below a certain power level lost who they were. So yeah. they, they now serve that singular there, function. There is a little bit that's a little bit wrong. Um. Because when I was reading about the trial, and let, I'd like to get into it more when we actually talk about biotransference as a whole. Um, but it is it is a good thing to talk about, though, because there is kind of like a misconception about the Necron. And a lot of it has to do with just what we are familiar with as old Necron. Hmm. So... Anyways, so what is the misconception? Well, okay, well, fine. I can just go into it right now. <laughs> uh, every, so... A Necron, um, their living metal heals itself, right? Yeah. The nanobots in it repair the damage that's done to it on the battlefield. If for some reason, like, the damage is so bad that it is unable to complete the repairs in that moment, um, they will phase out of reality. And this is one of the pocket dimensions we're going to talk about later. But mm-hmm. they transport them to, like, the nearest monolith or tomb world if they're still on it, right? Like a repair center. If the body at that point is still beyond repair they transfer the Necron from that body into a new body. And it's described as in this process over the hundreds of times that you transfer yourself, 
you start to lose your personality. Yeah. So there are so even a it, couple of lords that have started to lose their personality. Yeah. Due so, to but it. that would tell but, me that, like, because a lord isn't losing their body hundreds of times. It's the normal Necron warrior that's actually doing this transfer hundreds and hundreds of times. And that would tell me that they do keep some of what they have. Yeah. I think the question is, I guess, the level of free will, let's say. Well, so, yeah. Because yeah. there, there are different, going into it, there are different initial starting points of level that like of independence that you have and the higher you were on like the necron power hierarchy you had more free will as an individual versus like the bottom tiers right so like yeah the basic warrior okay yeah let's uh let's go let's keep going though with like our necron people yeah Um, because this will kind of we can devolve further Uh, so the next one we're going to talk about is the dynastic legions. Oh, and uh, a Necron, like, they don't have an empire. They have dynasties. Yeah. So, like, the... They're not united... So, they're not united as a race entirely. Not yet. But I'm sure it's very rare that dynasties will actually fight each other. Yeah, not It happens. It, it will happen, but it's not like orcs, where it's like, if an orc sees an orc, he don't give a fuck. He's, He's gonna, just going to beat the crap out yeah, of Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where... Um, sure, they're not all working they more together. They share a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so they have dynasties, uh, and they are separate, and each of them is ruled by the Pharaoh. Yeah. Um, so in their legions, their dynastic legions, the first thing we have are Lich Guards, and these would be the bodyguards and emissaries to lords, and they actually retain a lot of their personality because they also function as uh, battle strategists and lieutenants. Yeah, so these these guys, during the original transference would have been like we said like they would have been uh like military generals or even potentially politicians from right. the original Necron someone term. in power someone in power whose personality you want to be able to keep or yeah. who is super intelligent who you want to be able to keep just worthy right yeah so um underneath them you would have the immortals and the immortals were the original army of the Necronter. so um immortals have um, not full personality, but they do have partial personality. Any anything that has to do with um, more like military initiative, like they they're able to free think in a military environment. They're not out there drawing right. paintings or anything, but they in can a military environment, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. So that's immortals. They were the original Necronter warrior the, the army. cast. Yeah. Warrior cast. Warrior cast. <laughs> they were the Necronter army. Yeah. Um, and then you have the lowest of the low of the regular Necron, and they are the warriors. And like kind of the just the immovable army that we know today, just like the regular guys. But yeah. what's crazy to think is that they're just civilians. Yeah, they were originally the civilians. So that's why there's the most of them, because they're... Yeah. So, makes sense. Yeah. yeah, they would have been those miners and farmers yeah. that you were talking about before. Yeah. yeah. And these ones are completely, uh, like, mindless. Like, they take orders completely. They have no personality. I, I think there's a reason around that, and I want to talk about it later. But I do think that, I, yeah, like, sure. in this new I don't, yeah. era of Necron, like, I do see them retaining something. Regardless, it's like the lowest level of it. Yes, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, and nothing no or the smallest they, sliver of it. And what yeah. they do retain is so minor, if they do even retain anything. I like to think of one, like, they're standing in a line, and one of them just, like, points and is like, bird. Yeah, like, that would literally <laughs> be the level of it. Or, like, 
you know, if there's two chairs in a room and the guy originally liked the color blue, he would go sit in the blue chair over the red chair. Don't talk about the blue chair. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, the the personality that they would have would be it is so minor. Yeah. That be, it's, beyond to their personality as well. They also have the lowest quality, like, uh, metal bodies compared to the other bodies. Yeah. Um, it's not as, like, advanced as, like, the lords or, like, even the uh, immortals. Yeah, bodies. and they aren't given as good as, like, war gear and stuff, like... Yeah, they're they're uh, the Is there really a difference level. between living metal like well, I, what does like really the capabilities like, of what your body yeah, is? Yeah, so like if you if has. you look at the models like the the higher up you get the more like heavily armored they look. So like Okay, I can see that. Like, like I, I can see the it, difference in, but in tabletop it would it doesn't have yeah. any play, in terms just of like be, protection, yeah. you're fine. Even I think there's something written about its functionality. It's not as like smoothly functioning as really you think it's a little like herky-jerky yeah yeah like Mm. essentially that i i don't know how true that is Mm. i don't know if i'm digging this out of like my mind or if it was actually written somewhere yeah i didn't read it but it would be interesting i could see it like yeah living metal like i can't i know but like all cars are made out of the same essential substances but they don't operate the same way like a ferrari doesn't run the same way as like a Volkswagen, right? Yeah, but they're not made by the same people. But they but have the same I, materials I, I think I making them. Christian, you see though, what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like performance. You don't, you don't let's give say. a peasant a Ferrari vehicle. Exactly. Like, it's, it's performance you, of the vehicle, performance of the body. Yeah. And at the very least, like you can the, see it in the the armor logic. Plating. I could see this is almost um, like when the Satan initially did the tr- biotransference. It's like a gift, right? Like, oh, like look what we gave the peasants. But, like, look what we're giving you, Zarek, and, you know, yeah. the leaders. I could see that happening. Yeah. But, like, to, honestly, like, if you had the capability to make these bodies with, like, better abilities, you would do it for all of them if you well, could. Well, okay, so let's think about this. During the original transference, you would think that all the higher-ups would go first, right? And they're all getting these wicked-ass bodies, and they're retaining their personality. And then all the masses would see that and be like, oh, like, I want oh, that yeah, too. Oh, yeah, I could get behind that. And then they walk in and boom, soulless. <laughs> <laughs> they get, like, screwed over they again. Get the crap hand, you know? But it, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a way to get them in i don't know i i know what you're saying like yeah. why wouldn't you give them all the best but yeah why doesn't everybody pilot an imperial knight well that's like it's <laughs> a little they're not the okay you know i i did not expect you to go there but i'm not surprised no i'll right? sneak them in any chance i got <laughs> um so there are as well other um necron army models you know there's destroyers and, and stuff but flayed ones yeah like, we'll they, they kind of fit in like other areas but they're, yeah they're all still members of like the original like population of yeah. the necronter uh what would come after that is like a, what they ha- call war crypts sorry war crypts do we want to talk about like all the other actual necron before we talk about like oh, you just want to name them no 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 like like into detail like we can talk about like uh, the death mass and all that, no, and those, then we'll those, circle those around. come later. Those come later, Mark. We're talking about them. So death masks, <laughs> death mark, death, death mark, death mark. Um, they served originally as like uh, assassins and like. So nowadays, yeah, they serve hot a shots. Lot. Yeah, yeah. So they are like the Necron assassin. But what makes them cool is the fact that they actually uh, have the science to reside inside pocket dimensions yeah and that's pretty wild yeah which and, is a feature that'll come up frequently in necron yeah but it is actually yeah. different than phasing because like a phase necron you can still like see but uh, like a pocket dimension it 
exists outside of our reality, but they can still see our reality. So a lot of, um, yeah, yeah, I guess a couple quotes that I was seeing is that, you know, Oh, like, we never saw them arrive and, and, you know, they just appeared out of nowhere. And how did they get here so fast when in reality... They were there the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. No, like they would just like sit and wait in their pocket dimension for the opportune moment, step out, yeah. and bam, you're dead. They yeah. also do something odd, which I don't know why they do this. but They it, do it for tabletop reasons. Yeah. That's all. They mark their targets with a green halo. Yeah. But if it's like, if you're going to mark your target... Yeah, if you can shoot, uh, mark them with a... Yeah, why are you not shoot just them. shooting them? But... The only thing I could say to counter that, so you mark a land raider. Yeah. Like, that guy does not have the ability to blow Goss up weapons up. can destroy a land raider. <laughs> okay, with, with <laughs> molecule by molecule. <laughs> you got me there, you son of a bitch. Um, that, w- that would be the I only could thing. See that. Like, I could see that. You're marking it, Warlord Titan. That's, what, we, that's what like our humans do. Sure. Like, yeah. Nowadays. That's what Tau do. Mark lights. Yeah, Tau are dumb, though. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> like, these guys originally would have come from... Um, when the dynasties during well, the Necron yeah, they were turn, warring with each they other. were warring each other. They would rely heavily on these like super marksman assassins, and uh, yeah, so they get their own special transfer. Their guns are sweet too. They're called uh, synaptic rifles, I think. Huh. And like, I don't know what that means, but it sounds it's a cool. word. Yeah, and the it guns, sounds like it destroys their minds. And the gun, does, if yeah. I had to guess, the gun yeah. itself is like super long. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So they they kind of fall outside of like the the regular army the regular list, yeah. yeah. The another one would be the uh, flayed ones, and they fall way outside. They definitely fall. They even fall outside of Necron. Society. Yeah, because yeah. Necron themselves don't like flayed ones. So tell us about flayed ones. Uh, uh, Describe them first in yeah. intimate detail. A flayed one is it's a Necron that's he actually has like something wrong with his um his like programming because he's contracted a curse from one of the satan when they shattered the satan actually that satan was destroyed it was the only satan that they actually successfully destroyed how did they do that i don't know about the nitty-gritty of it oh but okay yeah it's written that he was actually oh that's right he, was destroyed. he said with his dying breath he yeah. cursed them yeah. yeah right okay so this guy has cursed the satan it's called the flayed the flayed the flayer virus flayer curse yeah so and he uh, the satan's name was landu gore yeah and when he died he curses some people and now like they have like an insatiable like thirst well yeah so kind of what happened was like he he essentially like gave them personality it almost okay. like the katan take on certain titles that kind of describe their personality yeah. so you have like the deceiver and you have uh Who's that other big Nightbringer. One? The Nightbringer. Yeah. So this one was known as... Um, the Flare. The Flare. And uh, that's kind of like where he imprinted his never-ending de- thirst or desire onto those Necron. His fetish. If that's what you want to call it. It was for I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, what, what they do is when the Necron, like, they, they kill their victims and then they drape themselves in their flesh and yeah. they like eat their organs. Yeah. and they, But like, not actually like eat. eat no, they they're robots. But they do. They do eat it. Yes. But, but they not, don't digest. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. They but can't. They eat it. Their bodies yeah. can't. Yeah. They do it just like, for sex. Uh, <laughs> for fun. Originally, like um, they were just given like the, the thirst for flesh. But uh, over the millennia, millennia, it devolves into the, like them just going crazy and eventually like draping themselves in flesh and like their bodies their living metal like starts twist. to morph and yeah. stuff like yeah and uh 
they are looked on by the the rest of the ne- Necron as like abominations. Yeah, the Necron like hate them, which is like if a flayed one shows up. Yeah. The Necron will allow them to exist while they take care of the other enemy. Yeah. But as soon as that enemy is gone, the Necron will turn on the Flayed yeah. Ones and destroy them. Yeah. But they also, the Flayed Ones also have, like, a little trick up their sleeve because they also have, like, the dimension The technology. pocket dimension shift. Yeah. yeah. So they can kind of step out of our reality into their own pocket dimension. And that's how some of them always escape. Yeah. And that's also how they just randomly appear on the battlefield, too. Right. Yeah. But, like, if there's not a war going on and one of these guys shows up, all the Necron just turn and kill it. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. They, they, they don't want the virus to spread. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, they're contagious, right? Yeah. Can they yeah. infect other Necron? So, yeah, it's just, it does a Necron just as much good to destroy them themselves it does. as yeah. the enemy. There, yeah. There's an interesting thing. Um, there's actually a world where only Flayed One Necron reside. Yeah. And it's ruled by a lord, and he's actually immune to the virus. Oh, is he? He is, because oh, okay. he's not a flayed one. He, like, retains all of who he is. And huh. he's, he's a full lord. And every once in a while, um, he declares a time of bounty. Okay. And he sends all the flayed ones out to go kill everything and bring their bodies back. Oh, so he's just a normal guy, eh? He just wants all <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not, he's not subject to the flayer I know what you're saying. I'm just making a joke. <laughs> but, yeah, he, like... I think he's recently declared like a, a time, time of bounty. bounty. That's sweet. Yeah, so he just like sends his hordes of I, flayed ones. Out. I just imagine too. So like, just imagine this lord like on top of a crazy obelisk pyramid thing. Like, think of Lord of the Rings where Saruman's like talking to all his urukai. Okay. Yeah. And then he, you know he gives him like a now's the time of bounty, and then like <laughs> all these pocket dimensions like they just like start warping in exactly, and out of reality. And, like, yeah, that is kind of sweet. Ooh, yeah. Okay, I like it, mm-hmm. man. Like this, so, it's so thematic and cinematic. This universe, like you could just my imagination's a little too much. <laughs> it's a little strong. <laughs> my imagination's a little strong. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's another one. And then, uh, do you want to do the enslaved ones right now? No, I want to talk about destroyers. Then oh, we can okay. Start- let's uh, let's do whatever it is you want to do, Mark. Yeah. Well, it's I not am. like you make outlines for a reason or anything. Right. I am secondary We've host. We've already after deviated. All. So <laughs> after Jordan, what does that make me third? <laughs> no, you're first host. Oh, Jordan. Yes. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, destroyers, the destroyer cult. Um, these are Necron who, like, it's just like our computers. Like over time, stuff just wears down and whatever. So these Necron have worn down to the point where all they want to do now is just destroy. Um, Odd. Would not have seen that coming. <laughs> and uh, they they go to the point of wanting to destroy that they replace parts of their bodies. Um, so me and you were talking the other day, like, why did they do that? Like, yeah. oh. what's the point of giving them that hover jet? And it's because they only care to destroy nowadays. Like, so they don't care about having two legs. Where lords care about it because then they can sit on awesome thrones you know <laughs> oh my god i don't really like that reason i, I never really liked the destroyers i never did either i found it always yeah. odd but i can kind of understand a little more than when we were talking the other day where they all they want now is just to destroy where others yeah. are content to like rule or to they have higher spread amb- the higher ambitions yeah right? exactly. like they want to actually like spread the dynasty and grow and everything yeah, yeah. and while they're not as looked down on as the flayed ones nowhere near no. they're they're still not really welcome 
or they're mm. not like accepted. Well, it's hard to fit in a room of Necron when you're you got body, a hover body, right? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. your body is the size yeah. of a car, and yeah, they replace like arms with weapons and yeah. stuff like that, and they really take their their mechanical form to like its next level, like stepping away potential. from their yeah, exactly. Which yeah, it, it has its place, I guess, but I never really liked them. Yeah, uh, you can totally see that they would be outcasts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're outcasting them right now. Well, yeah, Mark. They're not full Necron. Haven't you learned, Eric, that 40k is a place of equality? <laughs> <laughs> I have not. You son of a bitch. <laughs> um. So yeah, let's go now. Circle back to the cryptics, the vehicles, and the war crypts. Yeah, war crypts. Uh, so war crypts is the majority of uh, kind of like heavy support and like the big vehicles. Yeah, the big destroyer vehicles because like they they don't really need like combines or anything so everything pours into like monoliths and a, a couple of them are uh, monoliths which are like those massive floating pyramids that we know from way back in the day yeah and they have like uh a, probably a what would it be like a pocket dimension no it wouldn't be a pocket it'd be a phase technology yes where they can just phase troops onto the battlefield right exactly yeah, yeah. it's equivalent to the deep strike but yes they yeah. phase troops down and then troops that are uh injured on the battlefield would phase up yeah. to this monolith because yeah. inside it's you know it's where they would do repairs and stuff yeah. on them they also have like uh like their planes would fall into this category their annihilation barges anything yeah. that's kind of doomsday arcs yeah night science yeah anything like that will fall kind of into like yeah. this category yeah it, it's their vehicles really yeah. and then the last thing um were we kind of already one sorry one ahead. thing um do you think like these vehicles are mostly piloted by like Necron warriors, like the civilians, by immortals? Do we, off the top of your head, do we know model? I think wise? just looking at the models, they're piloted by well, Necron. Well, definitely the barges, but like a monolith. No. Well, you can't see inside it, so right? Well, how would it like? That's what I would say. Like, no, there's no technically front facing thing on it. So my my argument would be maybe uh, because all Necron were made during the the biotransference. Yeah. Um, they never really talk about putting souls into machines, let's say, or yeah. not souls because they ate those, but like putting their consciousness into machines. Yeah. So I'd argue that maybe like all Necron inhabit the, those neck, the classic Necron looking body, obviously within variations. Yeah. So they wouldn't necessarily be integrated into their machines, which is why they would pilot them as a separate yeah. entity. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely do pilot it. Yeah. yeah. Versus More. like, cause like when you're talking machines, right, it makes sense just to implant an AI into the tank and the tank is now the, is the machine, right? It's not separate. Yeah. Like when you're talking in our terms, but saying, in yeah. Necron terms, they didn't think that far ahead or didn't necessarily want to be made into a tank they're told like hey you're getting cool metal bodies not necessarily you know yeah. tanks and war <laughs> machines right yeah yeah so that's kind of my argument hmm. that i think they're all piloted probably yeah i i'm pretty sure they all are it's more just uh my question was more just who are they piloted by are they piloted by warriors warrior. are they piloted by more immortals yeah you think it's the warrior well, it, it, like everything else is too valuable an asset sure Right, like they'd rather. Yeah, have. if it gets destroyed, or it's better on the battlefield, like you know. Yeah, the immortal the is weapon. better than a, a warrior. Whereas, like anyone can pilot the, anyone can listen to the Lord's instructions and pilot the monolith where sure. it goes. Right, so sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. cool. Um, and then the final piece of the puzzle that really makes up like the Necron hierarchy is the Canoptic 
constructs. Yeah. So uh, we kind of touched on these before when uh, we were talking about scarabs. So these are the little things that... Um, the these Necron, are their robots. Yeah, they've created, but they are not real Necron. No. They weren't there. So a couple are um, Necron scarabs, yeah, so which are basically like beetles, but probably like... Probably the, the size, size of like, of like a, a football. I'd say even a, a cat, little bigger. Dog, small yeah, dog. Yeah, small dogs. Terrier. Type thing. A terrier. Sure. They're terriers. A lot less annoying, though. <laughs> unless they're going to eat you. And uh, they, they kind of just have, like, um, like one would have a plasma cutter on its... Not a plasma cutter. I guess it would be more of, like, a convert matter beamer thing. Yeah, there's, like... Yeah, they, like, just anything to help repair or fix or... Right. You know, with living metal, I'm sure even all you would need is maybe even, like, a little neater, needle thing that you poke into a necron and you inject more nanobots, nanobots in and then yeah, it helps yeah, repair exactly so um, yeah they're they're just they're small they're agile there's they, a bunch of them yeah there's so many of them they're fast they can get anywhere so, yeah um my favorite one of all of these constructs is the tomb spider that they have i think you're talking are you talking the forge world model is like it that centipede forge world? like that centipede yeah that's not a tomb spider oh Tombstalker, sorry. Tombstalker. Yes. The spider is actually gross and ugly. And a spider. Yeah, it's As a spider. <laughs> Not a centipede. Yeah, a centipede. Uh, yes. Did I write? What did I write? Words. I can't. Oh, no. <laughs> I Eric can't read either. <laughs> I wrote stalkers. I was just thinking it incorrectly. Yeah. Um, so, okay. yeah. The tombstalker. I just, just didn't want to make you make an apology. No, notes. thank you. I, yeah. I, the last thing I want to have to do is write something. It's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, it's tough. Uh, so these tombstalkers are just these massive centipede-looking things. Yeah. And what's really sweet about them is they can detect life through a hundred uh, solid meters of rock. And Oof. as soon as they detect life near the tomb world, because they're like a guardian of the tomb world while yeah. it's alive, they phase themselves through this rock, and it's described as them swimming through rock. And then like they just appear, and their pints like their blades of living metal just funk. Like, they'll just kill you, and then they just swim away through solid matter. Yeah, yeah. So that cool. is wild. Yeah, and so they're basically just the protectors of Tomb yes. Worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they have no function beyond that. Yeah. Right? So, so it makes sense why they have the abilities they have then. Yeah, so um, cool, though. I just I love picturing it. The model looks so cool. Yeah. I love it. Hmm. It is. It's like a giant centipede. Yeah, but, but it's, uh, like, mechanical. And yeah, and it's... It, it's large. Where, where the scarab, yeah, is like the size of a Russell Terrier. Yeah. Uh, the the Tombstalker is probably more the size of, I don't know, like a semi-truck, really. Maybe not that tall, but like that length and like half as tall. Like, yeah, it's huge. huge. It's massive, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, but, they, but do, they do have a bunch of like... The yeah, they got two spiders, spiders so. and they got a bunch of other little things um, that yeah. just help maintain... They, they serve us function and a purpose yeah. and nothing beyond that. They're yeah. not, like, part of the Necron Society. Yeah. Okay. Um, kind of the last thing to talk about with these guys is uh, the enslaved ones. And these technically aren't Necron either. Wouldn't... Oh, oh yeah, sorry. No, I'm... What are you thinking about? Uh, exactly what you're thinking about. Sex. Oh. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the enslaved ones are actually the, the old Satan shards that uh, the... Well, there's a couple different things that can happen. So when when Cesaric led the revolt of the Necron against the Satan, um, there, Christian's right, there's one that died, and that's the one that gave the flare virus. And then all the other ones um, 
we i i swear this is just a theme in 40k they shattered themselves into shards of power. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, where have we heard that before? The the makers really like Pokemon. You know, they have <laughs> their little Pokemon that they could have shards of. So yeah. So kind of hold on, kind of like an in-universe explanation for that, I guess, is like when you're dealing with beings that are like godlike, they're just energy, and you can't destroy them, so you're forced to do the next best thing. Except for the guy who was destroyed. Well, yeah. Okay. Again, I, I can't <laughs> I can't explain how they break the laws of physics, but regardless like uh that's kind of why they keep having to break them down into shards because it's really hard to kill energy uh, living energy. Uh, an interesting thing i read was and it was kind of a cool perspective is that the necronter created these living bodies for the satan and then the, Sat- the satan who were beings of energy that spanned light years were forced into well not forced but they condensed it's all just small. into these tiny tiny little bodies so that was kind of cool to think about like it would just and that be much energy exactly stored, being in one yeah. place yeah so um you could end up with these shards of the old satan which would be like on tabletop today if you were to see a nightbringer or a deceiver that's just a shard of the original satan yeah so that kind of it it makes sense because you know like a real satan itself no one could ever stand up to yeah yeah like it would just destroy the whole game right yeah because they were masters of the material universe they could just reshape reality however they wanted yeah so and it makes sense that like now that you have the shard and it's kind of it it really does work in like a pokemon sense where like these necron force now the satan to obey them which is kind of a table flip for them <laughs> really I'll, just a little bit um so those are like the the main shards i think we only ever see the two on tabletop at the yeah, very on least. tabletop there, there that'd are, be like, cool if they came out with another one there are quite oh, a few I mean, necron 8 named. isn't out yet yeah they have like they yeah, have lots of named probably ones. like yeah but the only two on the table yeah, yeah. yeah. There's only we can do tabletop. a whole katan episode i think oh yeah yeah they're Absolutely. pretty sweet yeah there's a lot of cool things with them but just because they're probably the oldest thing in the galaxy so they've been around Next forever. To your mom, <laughs> <laughs> just retarded. <laughs> no, you're the dickhead. <laughs> um, a transcendent Satan uh, is actually um, in the newer models. You see the Tesseract vaults with like the Satan, like that being of energy that's kind of like chained in that circle. That's actually not one Satan shard. It's actually hundreds of shards that have been pushed together, and it, they kind of lose any um, personality that Yeah, because it's have. not like they're putting ten Nightbringer shards no. together. It's just any shard that any they can shard possibly that they can find. find. They're putting together, and it's living metal, so it all just absorbs it with each other, and the energy just brought together. So, they're, they're no longer, like, a Satan. They're just energy at this point. Yeah. So they and they, have, sorry, go for it. Oh, and they just use them to, like, fire off massive blasts of energy yeah that's that all they use them for giant double a battery <laughs> it really is yeah yeah uh and there there are hundreds of shards that they push together yeah um yeah they're just the cage that yeah. like sorry the tesseract vault is the cage for those transcendent satans yeah i almost wonder if you were to push enough shards together how powerful would that get seven at least yeah probably maybe blueberry could even be blueberry yeah we don't know know. (laughs) yeah i just it could be an interesting thought for how powerful you could you just want to say oh could they fight the emperor and i say no they cannot (laughs) fight the emperor (laughs) that's exactly what eric's eternal quest to find something that can kill the emperor (laughs) yeah because horus couldn't do it fuck that guy (laughs) 
Um, I think that kind of lists like everything. Yeah, like that gives the, you a very good idea of what the Necron are. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's who the Necron are. What they are is built on their technology. That was amazing. Did you like that? that was <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. You wrote that down. <laughs> you prepared that. <laughs> Um, oh, you try to pass it off like you just came yeah, up with that on the that's spot. That's like your Farsi joke. <laughs> <laughs> Three weeks in the making. Did you notice I didn't have a uh, retarded intro today? I did, and as soon as Eric I, took that away from no, me. No, as soon as I started the intro, I was I looked at you and I just instantly almost laughed because I was like, "Oh, great, here, here it we comes. go!" <laughs> but there was nothing, and that itself made me giggle. Just want you to know that. So, um, and. Kind of what sets the Necron apart and always has is their mastery of science and technology. They don't rely on the warp at all. Everything they have is through science and they can reproduce it, you know, consistently over and over again. It's not magic at all. It's pure science as opposed to the warp, which is magic and isn't science at all. Um, You're going to have so. to say that all again. <laughs> for, for the, for, not for me, but for other people who did not understand. <laughs> okay, I'll go real slow this time. Warp, magic. Uh, Necron, science. All the Necron have little Mexican mustaches and like... We only believe in science. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's okay for you to say it because he's half. Yeah, uh, if yeah, we said it, it would be cultural appropriation. I'd be that'd be no, okay. But <laughs> no, since we'd be shouted down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So obviously, the first thing we should talk about is living metal. Yeah. Also called necrodermis. And uh, it, it's uh, it's metal. It's yeah, alive. It's metal, yeah. Okay. Next stop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so living metal, it, it's really, it's metal that's infused with nanobites. Yeah. But it is also special metal, I, I would have to assume. You know, not any metal could be turned into living metal, yeah. I would think. Yeah. Like it, it, yeah, they're not taking aluminium. Steel. Aluminium. Aluminium <laughs> and turning it into a... Right, exactly. Yeah, like I'm sure it's its own actual metal. Yeah, some kind Not of that they har- harvest like out of the earth or anything. No, but they create. Yeah. Because they're masters of science. Sure. Yeah. Ooh, that was bad. Um, kind of the ironic thing about necrodermis, though, is uh, in Latin, necro means dead. Dead. Well, dead I mean, that makes sense. Dermis skin. That, that's consistent with kind of what they are. Yeah, they I are know, but dead. like they but are wait, living metal. Right. Yeah. If necron were turned into that 60 million years ago, yeah. and Latin wasn't around then, <laughs> how <don't> the fudge? <laughs> <laughs> necron are almost, in a weird way, like space zombies. No, they, they really They're are. space undead, yeah, yeah, essentially. They are like the skeletal... And when you look at like them, yeah, yeah. they totally have that skeleton yeah. undead warrior vibe. That's sort of their aesthetic almost. It, yeah. it, like a couple years ago, back when like the Necron had their previous fluff, their story, they were much more that way oh, than yeah. they are now. Yeah, and yeah. I... And you just gave away our whole Tales of the Warp. Now what are we going to talk about? We'll get back. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we'll talk a little more about it. But in the living metal, um, it can knit itself back from like a a wound, as as much of a wound as a skeleton can get. And uh, with the flayed ones, they even had the ability to change their living metal into talons. So, oh, so they can kind of do what the Satan do. Yeah, so I don't know how common that is, or if literally that's only a byproduct of the Flare cult, and like just their twisted mind. Oh, like, maybe twisted it's a programming actually changes their own DNA. Yeah, like I don't see every Necron instantly being able to like phase and like, you know, but, but it some is an can. interesting one. 
Yeah, so. and, and it is it's programmable. Yeah, right, and that's why it makes complete sense. Yeah. Like maybe in the Flare virus, like it's just written in the code that you have claws. Yeah, could right? be. So sure. Um, and every Necron has it. All their ships are covered in it, and it, it's really cool because it just makes it sound like you just you see like this metal like knitting itself back together. Yeah. So I, I like to think of uh, it's like it has a very Terminator feel to it. Uh, yeah, it was definitely based off. Yeah. Yeah, like if if you see when Terminator was released, and then you see when, when Necron, Necron were released, released, you're like, hmm, <laughs> and how they look side by side. Yeah. <laughs> really makes you wonder yeah. about GW's ethics and stealing. <laughs> Not very good plagiarism. <laughs> yeah. um, the next thing we should probably talk about as briefly as we want to is biotransference. Yeah, so that was the original process of taking them from a biological creature to a metal robot. Robot. A robot. A robot. Don't touch the robot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the way they originally described it is like they pushed them into like furnaces that like melted them away and then they walked out with like metal bodies or something like that. No, that, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Just the massive furnaces that the entire thing passed through. And as their souls would leave, the Satan were circling up ahead, yeah. eating their souls. Or letting some go depending on... Like they let the Necron Lords go, obviously their soul, and they um, push. I think they no, were, they ate their soul, but just because your soul is gone doesn't, doesn't mean your, your personality, personality is gone. okay. Fair yeah. So they're all technically soulless. Yes, sure, but yeah, level. I've never still. actually looked into the science of a soul before. Yeah, I know it's too much for you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you you do have to be a rocket scientist. You need like at least three degrees. Ah. Uh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All in unrelated things, though. <laughs> yeah. You need, like, a social services degree, an economics degree, and a computer sciences degree, and then, then you, you can, can understand. Yeah, exactly. Ah, I'll get on it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was the brow transference. It was just, like, these massive furnaces engines that yeah. just took away their life and souls and put them in these bodies. Yeah, but biotransference, you touched on a bit earlier, where it still does happen, where yes. if a Necron is too badly wounded on the battlefield, it phases out back to the, the tomb world. And then its consciousness is put into a new robot's consciousness. Right, exactly. Or robot body. And then every time it does that, it loses a little more of itself. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, let's talk I, about... Sorry? Sorry, do you have more technology? Nope. Oh, okay. yeah, I have lots more technology. Okay, keep going then. Uh, Goss. Gas? Goss? Gauss? I don't know how to say I, it. Gauss. I've heard it... Gauss? I've heard it as Gauss. I think Gauss is the actual official way. I hate it so much. I prefer really? Gauss. I think Gauss, Gauss sounds I cooler. Gauss, yeah. That's, I think I've heard it, Gauss. I, I've heard it all different ways. How many scientists have you talked to, Jordan? All of them. <laughs> and they all agree. Jordan's yes. the only one of those us that has those three degrees okay? <laughs> required for it. <laughs> uh, but they're, it's called Goss Gas. doesn't matter. Let's call it the G. <laughs> the G. <laughs> so their technology of the G in all their weapons. It's um, not good. No, it's great. You know, oh, it's, it's G for great. Oh. oh. Uh, and what it is, it actually flays, like, the thing it's shooting, like, molecule by molecule. Yeah. And when I think about it, you know what this reminds me of? What? It's also what's described as when um, the Emperor kills Horus. Sure. Like... You're not drawing a line like the Emperor had God's technology, are you? Well, maybe because, he did. Oh, you? <laughs> heresy, heresy, heresy! <laughs> no, but it, that, like, when... Because a, a lot of times when you think of when Horus died at the hands of the Emperor, it's, like, irrevocable. Yeah. Like, it's an utter destruction. There's no coming back from yeah. it. And that's what Goss does, too. Like, it literally just strips you of your entire being. Is it, like, yeah. atom by atom? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like, it, it destroys it 
at the atomic level. Exactly. The yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Like so. how deep down like the weapon really goes. Yeah. And that's kind of the, there was a huge joke way back in the day that um, like our most basic gun can destroy like, so the Land Raider was like the heaviest armed vehicle at the time. Yeah. And the, like a, ne- a regular Necron warrior, his weapon actually had the potential to wreck a Land Raider. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Well, nowadays you just need a last gun. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's it's much easier now. But yeah. it was like the joke was like our most basic gun can wreck your most advanced tank. This is both fair and legal. <laughs> it, it, both it, it's funny because it's just like a picture of like a single Necron warrior standing against a Land Raider. <laughs> um, but it is cool that like they it can just it doesn't matter what it's shooting right. It'll, eventually, it'll just strip away everything that that v or that thing is made of. So. Um, another thing that they have on their side is their teleportation and alternate dimensions. That's a huge part of their tech. Yeah, just the ability to create these little... Pocket dimensions? Yeah. We need to get somebody more intelligent on for this this part. Yeah. I don't even think Jordan's three degrees can fully grasp. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> yeah, it is interesting, especially because, like, you... We our understanding of it is so built upon the warp. Yeah, you know, you have us, and then you have the mirror reality of the warp. Yeah, and they have discovered alternate dimensions. Yeah, right, something that exists outside of that, as so. opposed to a parallel universe. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think, kind of going back, like the whole like, I'm sure a lot of our listeners and a lot of people are just familiar with like two dimensions versus three dimensions. How like a two dimensional being couldn't comprehend that third dimension. Like, the same way we couldn't comprehend, like, whatever dimensions that they're able to step into, right? Yeah. That are, like, beyond our own. Yeah. Uh, and that just facilitates, like, their ability to travel or to hide in plain sight, right? Or yeah. Or to reappear. Hmm. Yeah, and they definitely use it a lot. Oh, like, yeah. It's pretty much the backbone of who they are. Yeah. That and Goss yeah. and Living Metal. I'd argue there's a third or fourth one. And, again, like, Necron are all about technology. Yeah. Um, like, sure, what's the fourth what's one? What's the fourth one? Uh, stasis technology, I think, is a big one. But there's a whole backstory to it that I'll, uh, I'll get into. Might as well go into it now. Okay. Or do uh, well, you have something to say Well, first? so yeah, it's a big part of it, but it's not a unique part. Like, the Imperium has stasis. That's true, yeah. It might not be a defining but, thing, but, but it, it definitely a played part. a huge yes, role yes. in their development yeah. as a race. Um, like, a big part of the Necron tier who had stasis technology even before they became the Necron uh, would use stasis technology to travel across the stars so like because they couldn't enter the webway yeah so yeah exactly so like a big thing on how their empires expanded was through stasis technology which also builds into like their development as an empire being very slow because they're literally sending ships into space just freezing everybody and all their supplies um and relying on the stasis technology to keep them safe while they travel these vast distances like you were talking on the elder episode about like how far can you travel in real Mm. space right yeah because they're not using the warp so that's the yeah. first big thing with stasis tech. And the other big thing hmm. with stasis tech is the way Necron are sleeping is using stasis technology uh, so that their bodies don't erode or decay or they're unaffected by time. Because uh, you're talking 60 million years. Uh, something to note is that... Like, I know they're, they're, they metal, have custodians. Living so, metal doesn't rust. So it doesn't rust, but there are other effects of time... There must um, be entropy of some sort. Yeah, yeah, so here's the thing. You just Eric, have to get fresh nanobites. They're, Eric, they're, they're, well, that's the thing. So, Eric, they probably do rust, but their nanobites like take away the rust so quickly, but that's still using up resources. And so for them to do that yeah. for 60 million years, yeah. 
would not be are good. Are you trying to tell me that rusted Necron are potentially a well, thing? Well, there are, there are worlds that have been, like, their stasis fields have been deactivated or wrecked, and it's messed with the, like, uh, that tomb world's ability to function yeah. in, in and unique and different ways. And especially if uh, the Necron are not awakened yet, so they're nanobot. <laughs> <laughs> All they can hear is heavy I don't breathing. I like this. <laughs> I hate... I... Necron aren't as invincible as you thought. Yeah, they are. Yeah, but like, so their bodies aren't awakened, so their their body's yeah. not repairing, so therefore it would they're sleeping rust. in this stasis field for yeah. for sixty million years. But as soon as they awaken, like within an hour, they're probably no longer rusty. Well, you need to stretch first, and you know, do yeah, do some Kegel exercises. <laughs> <laughs> do their Tai Chi. Yeah. Important starts every next. They have to balance their chakras. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and part of the whole like division of. Necron society being, uh, I forgot what you called them, dynasties, yeah. was that fact that they, as an empire, they became very fractured when they, back when they were Necron tier hmm. because of how long it took space travel and stuff. Oh, they yeah, had to yeah. develop a lot of independence. Even though they were one cohesive, I guess, race, they did suffer a lot of infighting and stuff like that. Right. Okay. Uh, because of like how slow space travel was for them and another motivation for why they wanted to get access to the webway and just fuel that, you know, enmity with the old ones hmm. between them. That's cool. Yeah. So like it big it's more of like an underlying thing with Stasis yeah. Tech that but, like but define yeah, them right. as a like, people. They do use it as a lot more than anybody else does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's a good thought. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like it doesn't that. matter if you like it, it's <laughs> <like> written. <laughs> um okay. And um so yeah that like I, I guess we already talked about teleportation and phasing out. Yeah, a little okay. bit. And there are alternate dimensions. So, um, and then we did stasis. So let's do now, like kind of the satan. So the satan themselves, and super briefly, like they were beings of pure energy, and they feasted upon stars until they realized that souls were fantastico, and then they. Started- You're not allowed to use that word. <laughs> I forbid ah, it. Shoot. Uh, and then they realized that souls were... That's so- our word. <laughs> <laughs> Do not culturally appropriate <laughs> on this program. Wait, so are we saying Mexicans can only say gay words? Fantastico? Fantastico. That's not a gay word. Oh, that just means Why does it sound so gay? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> because it's Mexican. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> and now we've taken a turn for the worse. <laughs> so, Satan... <laughs> anyone wants to talk about those motherfuckers uh they were the masters of material universe so they could bend reality and reshape it as to how they wanted um and a lot of when we look at like the cryptics like science it must have come from them right there's you really only see like a small faction or part of the necron race actually using these abilities and they're kind of set apart um they are lauded and they're desired. Like these cryptics are like desired by the different pharaons in dynasties. Yeah. So there's there's a couple that are actually like really popular, and so like they would have different specialties and everything. So I like when I like, it doesn't say to me anywhere. I didn't read anywhere that said like the cryptics like got their science like by watching the Satan and everything. But I can't think of any other way. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of it does come from them. Right, because there was nothing in there before that. I'd yeah. argue yes and no. I mean, they, the Necron Empire or the Necron tier had a lot of technology before, but I don't think they had the ability that the the cryptic show 
Maybe, maybe not. We we can't say definitively. Unless anywhere, I don't know if it's written anywhere yeah. that the cryptex maybe took on some, you know, knowledge from the Catan. Yeah. It doesn't say. Yeah. It just seems like if they had the ability that, like, if they had the whole time the ability that the cryptics had when battling the Eldar, you would think that they would not. It would have been a much more even footing. But yeah, you know, because you they, know, we do equivalent them to the Psychers. But the thing is, is that the Necron or Necron tier were fighting the old ones as well. And we don't know what kind of tech they had. Yeah, but... So, I mean... Yeah, and and no, once, I know I know once the old ones yeah. were removed from the playing field, they did dominate. They they beat out everyone until warp energy started well, coming that's, into play. Well, that's because then they, they had the Satan with them. Yeah, the yeah. Eldar weren't there yet. No, hold on. Things are happening, whatever. I wasn't even listening. I'm just, I'm I'm just saying, I, I don't know if that's a fair statement to make. That's I fine. honestly think it is, like... They had a lot of technology, but if they had, like, if you read what the actual cryptics can which do. Which we're going to do. We're going to talk I about I just have it on my phone. Same here. Like, it is wild. Like, if they had that ability, I just can't see anything posing it. It would put you on yeah. a level playing field. And it's, it's so similar to the way Satan work that it just makes I'm not saying sense. it's impossible. I'm just saying unless it's written. Well, oh, well, sure. I'm a fan of the written word, but go ahead. And I know you can't read, so. Well, exactly. <laughs> so I just make it up. Uh, yeah, so a couple like there are they're called techno sorcery. Yeah, and they are the these are the disciplines of techno sorcery, and we're gonna go into this like pretty detailed just because it's pretty cool. Um, so the first discipline they uh, the discipline is the harbinger of despair, and so these guys are known as psychomancers, and what they do is they uh, kind of alter your mind. They're advanced psychologists. It, no, really, it is. <laughs> it's psychological warfare. Um, so they like spread. They would like put madness inside their their enemies minds yeah which like, is just, just like by pointing a staff at them like it would cause them to go mad you know who else does that who the nightbringer what wow, no that's crazy he wouldn't do that he does do that though mark do you think that is sh- an interesting correlation <laughs> <laughs> christian's best <laughs> Um, correlation is not causation. <laughs> I was waiting. I, I said correlation just so you could say that. Uh, so they Master also, setups. something else they could do is they could make it appear as if your comrades were materializing or dematerializing. So like you standing at, with like 10,000 army at your back, all of a sudden it's just you alone. Yeah. Even though the rest of the army is still there. You don't you know, just, like you yeah. can't see it, right? Because yeah. they're messing with your mind, which is uh, so cool. Yeah. And they're just, it's technology. It's yeah. not like magic at all like they understood it as science yeah um just pick out like one maybe okay if you like one more okay i'm gonna do two more sure so the harbinger of eternity okay also known as chronomancers uh they they had like a mastery of time and they actually could know the future and uh, it says here they could never be trusted because everything they were doing was putting the future in exactly the one that they wanted it to be hmm Sneaky bastards. Right? Like how could you how how can you fight that? Yeah. Right? And it's not a magic. Yeah. Like it's a consistent thing, right? Hold on. Were they not trusted by their own kind as well? Is that what they're implying? I don't know. Yeah. It could imply Because I mean yeah, like if you're like if you're say the Pharaon or Lord and you have these like time mancers, yeah. Chronomancers, 
and they're like achieving their own aims like can you trust that they're doing things for your good or for their good in the future right like if there's an yeah. assassin coming to kill one of you they're gonna pick mm-hmm. the one that kills you not them kind yeah of, you know yeah yeah it's completely possible I, i'm just i'm just throwing that out there i don't know i'm just that, maybe it's maybe it would be one of those cryptics that like you employ when you absolutely have to yeah like, one of those ones that lives on the mountain and you're like desperate for a like <laughs> lives on a mountain <laughs> well, I'm that's just oddly saying. specific <laughs> um and then the last one i want to do is uh, the Harbinger of the Storm. So these guys are called Ethermancers. Cool. And they would uh, manipulate weather against their foes. So uh, they could... One of their staffs called the Voltaic Staff would shoot lightning. <laughs> um, and the Ether Crystal, it summons pressure waves and bolts of lightning to buffet their enemies. They could also call upon like uh, like lightning fields. And they were like green lightning fields to like protect their allies. That's cool. Like... the. If you had this back in the day, like you really equate it to a lot of psychic powers, and yeah. the reality is, obviously, that's what GW is trying to do with this. Yeah, and do we know? Does anyone know, even in the audience, if uh, Necron, these cryptics, do they function in the psychic phase? Oh, that's a good point. Like, I, oh, I haven't played Eighth, and I, I've never well, really Necron aren't in Eighth yet. Yeah, they are. Everyone, oh, I guess everyone yeah, they're there. Yeah, they're but and like when you played Necron, you. These weren't a thing. No, they weren't. So, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the Necron just didn't exist in the psychic phase, which was really nice because it made playing them super easy. Yeah. So, yeah, somebody messaged us. Yeah. Do uh do those uh, storm guys um do they make global warming happen? <laughs> they, could that, probably, they could probably. Is that what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they, they built the pyramids and now they're causing <laughs> global warming. Yeah. Long, long so term warfare. <laughs> <laughs> By the Necron. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's kind of uh, the end of technology for them. So that's like their super specialized technology. You guys want to hear something funny? 40K is not funny, Mark. <laughs> um, so this just uh, shows the, the caliber and the quality of the friends I keep. Get a <laughs> message. Dude, I just got a crazy idea. I want to make a Carcharodon assault marine for my Death Watch squad. I read on and. I read on a, oh, someone made their Carcharodon bare-chested, and it got me thinking. Then he sends me a picture of a bunch of, like, bare-chested, like, torsos. Dudes? No, like, miniatures, like, torsos that he could use. <laughs> and then he says, use this, knife down the chest with the left shoulder plate, and put on the Death Watch plate. Then use Mark V helmet and Space Marine legs. Give him dual chain swords. He will be my macro assault Carcharodon. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> It, it's like a reverse Karn. Yeah, I guess. Right? So, so Jason, when you hear me, <laughs> and and you're like, why isn't he responding? He normally has a one-second response time. Now you know why it's taking me longer. Jason, we want to be his friends right now, okay? <laughs> but that, that's the quality of my friends. At least they talk to you. Yeah. All my friends are sitting in this room right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's sad. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's um let's talk about a couple of the notable characters of the Necron. Uh obviously one we've name dropped a couple times is the Silent King himself. Yeah. This is the very first Necron. He actually made the deal with the Deceiver to put Oh, this was something else I wanted to talk about. 
dun, dun. They, no, it makes complete sense. It reminds me. Command. <laughs> you you are talking about it, so it all works out. Command I think. codes in the Necron. Oh yes. Right. Yes. Never heard of them. You're bullshit. The, you're lying. <laughs> you're a lying, filthy liar. No command codes. Think yeah. about it. You can retain as much personality as you want until the command code kicks in, and you have to do what oh, it says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember these now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because Cesaric. Um, do you want to just give, had, yeah, give, give people a yeah. brief on what the command so codes are? So when, when the Necron were first created, uh, Cesaric had, like, the command codes to the Necron. Yeah. And he was controlling all of them, and they really were more like robots because they were just listening to the Satan, and the Satan were going on a, a never-ending war to wipe all life out of the galaxy. And then Cesaric realizes, like, oh, no... I made a terrible mistake, you know? And then, <laughs> then he releases everyone from the command Not codes. yet. He'd first say, go to the war with everybody else. Does he really? Yeah, once everything, like, kind of when the dust settles, yeah. and he's putting the Necron all to sleep. Yeah. Uh, they've, like, oh, they've wreaked right. havoc on the galaxy. They've that's killed right. a lot yeah. of people. So, and he takes the command codes, and he, like, And, and he destroys the them. Yeah. yeah. Does he destroy them? He destroys them? them, I believe. Yeah. Oh, okay. I believe. Uh, it would be so wrong. Cool You're making me question myself, but I believe they're destroyed. them, though. Well, it kind of plays in, like, if you go through Zarek's story, if you want to tell it, and then I'll kind of go into where he's at now, because he does return to the galaxy. Yeah, but like the the only just thing, finish your thoughts on the, the what the I more codes. meant yeah. is that it makes sense to me that like you could have your personality and you could still be a mindless robot because as soon as your command codes kick in, like if you're lord, you could have a personality and be like, I love the color blue, and as soon as your lord <laughs> tells, tells you to destroy you, all blue things, right? Exactly. <laughs> like you would listen because that's what's written in your code. Hmm. So yeah. it's like a it's like a hybrid of the two, right? Oddly so, specific code. <laughs> this blue theme keeps coming up with you. A war on blue. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so Lazaric, um, I guess going into the whole transference and stuff, yeah, he makes a deal. Um, he repents of what he's done. Like I, A big thing with biotransference, too, I guess we forgot to mention, is people kind of lose their um, ability to, like, enjoy reality. And, like, turning everyone into mind slaves and things like that like it it removes like personality and the ability to feel i'm pretty sure we've been talking about that for like an hour oh i wasn't listening <laughs> <laughs> like they can't feel emotion or anything right they feel nothing so he's like yeah you know, was it was was immortality worth giving up my soul essentially yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I i like i just mentally do this but like i quit like pirates of the caribbean uh the first one mm. where all the pirates could live forever but they couldn't taste anything they couldn't feel anything like yeah. life was so great to them i feel the same way as for the necron yeah yeah that's um yeah. on a more extreme level right so he's like was it worth giving up everything to become immortal um anyways regardless he does regret what he does he puts all the necron back to sleep damn it it does say he destroyed them yeah and then he destroys the command codes so in, in essence he releases like his slaves back at the very least you could argue for the overlords eric might argue for farther down the chain of command uh, but they regain their independence. Um, yeah. And Zark um, <coughs> goes into the void, so out of the galactic plane, where he wanders for 60, 60 million years. It's mm. a long time. So yeah. he didn't really go that far, though, probably. <laughs> probably. In the grand well, scheme no, of he, things, he no. He went 30 million years. And, <laughs> and then, then like, Turner. Oh, shit, I, I forgot something. <laughs> Did I leave the stove on? Anyways, actually, it does say why he comes back. Uh, and the thing oh, is, yeah, is he runs way. into the Tyranids yeah. in the void. Um, and then he's like, oh, crap, I need to go back and tell people about this imminent threat. 
Um, so that's kind of what he's up to now. So he's returned to the galaxy, yeah. and he's on a quest to reunite the different pharaons. Yeah. And now, again, because he destroyed the codes, he can't just automatically assume control. Now he actually has to go from pharaon to pharaon and, like, sway them to his right. cause, yeah, essentially. Yeah. And he's building up a Necron force to really, like, target the, the Tyranids. They see them as a massive threat. Um, Which is odd. Well, there, there's an interesting oh, theory, well, but okay. I'm going to, like, I almost want to wait for the Tyranid episode to, sure. to bring that up. Because it's, yeah. it's, it's a lot to do with the Tyranids and what sure. their nature is. But yeah. regardless, he sees them as as the biggest threat to the galaxy. Yeah. So he's willing to, like, forget all other enemies. And, like, he's even known to ally himself with other races yeah. to fight Tyranids. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what Zarek's... Blood Angels, anyone? Yeah, exactly. I was going to make that, but... Yeah. Yeah. No, he's a cool character. Been around for a long time. Uh, the next one let's talk about is Emotek, the Stormlord. Um, I'm sure he has a bunch of stuff on him. All I know about him is that he is in charge of the base dynasty, and it's like, how many worlds does it say? Um, 60. It, I don't know if it says here, but it just, he does rule the Sotek dynasty. It is the most powerful of mm. all the Necron dynasties. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I could find that if I yeah, actually wanted. Yeah. But. I'm sure there's a bunch of detail on him. Yeah, but he is like uh, second to Cesarek. He would yeah. be the most powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, and then do, 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 last guy we're going to talk about is Trazen. 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 The infinite. Trazen the infinite. <laughs> And he's Pokemon a, master. <laughs> yeah. And he's a good example of like brain degradation because he's kind of like a little quirky, a little quirky. Like he goes around, he does some things. We're going to be talking more about him in a couple episodes where he actually plays a bigger point. Yeah. He's, he's like a main character in like the yeah new stuff that's coming out. Yeah. But uh, he, he's, he's a collector. Like for some reason, he just likes to collect things. Yeah, like, he, like so many technologies that like don't exist. Like, yeah, he's like, and, a, and not even technologies, people. people. Yeah. He collects people, people and things. Yeah, yeah, and he's just like he, he gives you an interesting look at uh, Necron because he's so different than all the other ones. In like all the other ones, are, like warriors, where he's like a collector. <laughs> you know, like he's just got a different flavor to him. Yeah, definitely. But, like, that doesn't make him any less of a warrior. In fact, it, it makes him more dangerous because you have no idea what he's going to bring to the table. <laughs> yeah. What kind of things does he have in his collection? Uh, actually, All? We, we talked about it once before, I remember. We did, yeah. But he has the uh, husk of an enslaver. So, like, one of the original beasts that, like, came out of the warp and kind of destroyed the old ones. Like, he's got, like, a dried version of that. Um, he has the preserved head of Sebastian Thor. Which, this is an odd one, actually, now, thinking timeline-wise, because Sebastian Thor is, what, like, M36? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, so it's, like, before the Necrons Awaken, which is why I said... Right, no, they... They've like, had they, interactions no, they've with existed, the Imperium. But yeah. it's all about, like... A first official recorded right. contest. Yeah. 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 There's no way. It's impossible that, you know, they've never woken up before. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. It's odd. It is interesting. It's a, it's a interesting. Maybe he found it later. He has that's possible too, but like over, like what would it be? Maybe 3, he was like preserved later? in some kind of world shrine or something, or I don't know, stasis yeah. potentially. Who knows? Whatever. He has it. He but found it. The it's most his. interesting thing in his collection. I don't know. What would it be? The secret for love. <laughs> Mark's still looking for that. <laughs> well, he hasn't found Trazen yet. Yeah. Well, what, there, what would you say is the the coolest thing? There's rumors that he has 
an unidentified giant humanoid in baroque power armor. baroque power armor which has been interpreted as anything from like notable space marines to, to a even a primarch yeah so just interesting really yeah interesting theories that are out there about it that's all it's described as yeah all i see here is the giant man where i was like like you're like the most interesting thing and i quickly scan the page and i'm like nothing here seems that crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's well it could be very crazy or it could be nothing, could be nothing. yeah yeah but and they, then you make they do <gasps> mention it yeah as we'll mention later the emperor there's even <laughs> did he beat the emperor is that obviously in his collection? it's not that hard yeah anyways yeah so and he's got all kinds of things like he's got space marines in his collection dreadnoughts he's got inquisitors <laughs> all of which will come up basically later. anything that he wants he's been able to get yeah and he holds and... them in these stasis fields or pocket dimensions yeah pocket dimensions yeah i guess it would be both yeah because there's well, there's actually, others there's mentioned a... both in stasis and in, yeah uh, okay in tesseract cool bolts yeah. Okay, so those are kind of the three we wanted to touch on. There's a lot more. Oh yeah, there's a, there's a good number. They they've had. Do we want to say they are like motto like? Oh, what what? We're just yeah. the guys. This you is know, just, just like a very brief touching. Yeah. Of the Necron race as a whole. Don't worry, there'll be yeah. more. Should we say that? I uh, probably not. No, let's we'll not mention no. it. This You'll time. save time if you don't. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then we won't. Um, do you want to talk about the world engine? Yeah. So a couple notable battles they have. And my favorite one by far is called the World Engine. And it's like, think of a Necron Death Star, but since it's 40k, amp that size up 50 times. Yeah. And uh, that's no planet. <laughs> yeah. That's it, no moon. Is that which one's did, right? Did he not? I am. It does, is it planet or moon? C3PO it's, is it's, 100% gold. Not <laughs> <laughs> here. Wrong podcast. Um, but it's a giant like war war planet essentially, and it goes and it wrecks a bunch of sectors, and eventually the Imperium like is like we got to stop this. So they gather like a huge fleet with like a bunch of Space Marine chapters, a bunch of Imperial Navy, and they assault the thing, and they don't even dent it. They just it's not a good fight. So a lot of the forces retreat, but then one Space Marine chapter. Um, what is it? Um, Christian, do you know off the top of your head? What chapter? No, I, I don't know. You want, you want to find out? Because we got to pay respect where respect's due. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll but, say a small prayer to the Empire for yeah, their souls. Yeah. But this one Space Marine chapter is like, enough! So they put all all of their chapter into a battle barge, which is like their, their biggest spaceship, and they fly it directly... Astral Knights. Astral Knights. I was thinking Astral Wardens, but I'm like, that's... <laughs> that's not that. That's, yeah, and I couldn't get past it, but... <clears throat> um, yeah, so they, they put all the Marines into this one ship, and they fly right at the the world engine, and they crash into it and disgorge a thousand Marines into the, into the ship. 772. Oh, okay, sure. And uh, they just fight through this, this war sphere for probably weeks. I don't know if they tell you a time. But it's, uh, it's a huge planet-sized yeah. ship, so, so I'd imagine for a long time. And eventually, you know, one by one, they all die until the very last Marine or handful of Marines, five, six, seven Marines. Six. Six Marines. <laughs> the chapter master and five other Marines. Yeah, they, they finally reach, like, the core of the ship, and they lay their demolition charges. Melt-a-bombs. And they're like, 
all right. <laughs> and they they blow the thing up with everyone inside. So they sacrifice their entire entire chapter to destroy this world engine. Yeah, what what the bombs do is they dis- it disables all the shielding. Mm. And so then it leaves the Navy free to just bombard uh, and rip everything apart. Yeah, sweet. I think they wrote a book on this. Like, it, So originally this was like just like a like a, one of those paragraph type. Sure. And they wrote an entire book on it. It's so sweet, I'm pretty sure. That would be worth reading. It would be. Sounds pretty good. There's a, um, um, like, the Mechanicus, like, went to that world after it all happened. Yeah. That world engine. And they were, like, trying to sift through it looking for, like, technology. Not for the Survivor Marines, but. No, there wouldn't be any. <laughs> oh, okay. And uh, at the, so at they were doing that, the Ultramarines salvaged the wreck of the Tempestus, which is the ship. Yeah. Um, and they set it as a monument on Safehold. Which uh, was the the last planet that the world engine mm. had actually like destroyed? Okay, um, and they built a shrine in like the tip of Tempestus. Yeah, and there is seven hundred and seventy two Space Marine statues in there. That's one sweet. for every fallen member of the Astral Knights. That's sweet. That that's sweet. It's an awesome story. And like. it says here that the shrine continues to be guarded by volunteers from the dozen chapters who fought alongside the Astral Knights, even yeah. though the planet is completely lifeless yeah, and yeah. deserted. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's an awesome it's story. It's like, it's just like, it's a total 40K thing. It is, yeah. Right? Like, the same people, from the people that leveled a continent, <laughs> we give you <laughs> yeah. useless monuments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? And just like, whenever you read a 40K book, you always got to tell yourself, don't get attached to this character. <laughs> He's just going to die in the end. Don't get attached. But every time I get attached and then he dies. <laughs> and, then and you cry every time. Every time. Like this if you cry every time. <laughs> yeah. I really like that battle. Even though Necron lost, they did a lot of damage. Oh, yeah. But Straight worlds. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, okay. I think that about wraps up everything Necron related. Is there yeah. anything else you guys want to add? On just factual stuff, probably not. Yeah, I'm dry. Uh. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> so My we, mouth. You. It's a weird way to word it. Uh, uh, Christian, anything else? No, that covers it. I think. Jordan, any insights to offer? No, sir. None. Jordan, were you listening? Were you even listening? The I think whole I saw time? him playing on his phone the whole time. He, he's playing Angry Birds. False <laughs> and false. What are you playing then over there? Yeah. What's so interesting? <laughs> I, I wasn't even on my playing. phone. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? What? You just don't like us anymore? Is that what's going on? Well, I wasn't going to say it out loud. Oh. oh. That's, well. Okay. That's why he's third host. <laughs> uh, I guess let's uh, step into our second segment of the podcast. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about, uh, to start things off, the Necron Retcon. Oh, you got the joy of saying that. I did. (laughs) (laughs) We're waiting on the edge of our seat. Um, So it's the old cron versus the new cron. How many more puns can you work in there? I actually don't have any more. (laughs) Uh, But this is like, between codexes, I'd probably say it's like one of the bigger changes. I'd say, yeah. Um, Probably. Yeah. Besides like Rogue Trader to second. Well, that's huge. Yeah. But for that, yeah, I'd say it's the biggest change. Yeah, and, and it is a pretty big change. Um, I actually had gotten into Necron way, when I say way back when. Uh, it would have been a while ago. It was probably like 10 years ago that you were into them. Okay. Yeah. No, really? 
Uh, no, because I was initially Black Templar. I guess, yeah. Necrom wasn't very far after that, though, because that was when I realized you can't paint white. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to paint an army of silver. Right, exactly. Yeah. So much easier. A little dry brush, you're good to go. Yeah. Um, but, like, the old school Necron, the the main thing that actually really attracted them to me was the soul. That attracted them to you. No, attracted me to <laughs> that. It was mutual attraction, okay, <laughs> between me and the robots. <laughs> All the robots. I, too, have a machine that I make love to. <laughs> I was going to say, is your it's girlfriend a robot? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't touch her. That backfired. <laughs> uh, so the, the, the biggest thing that I, I found the coolest about them was their soullessness. Like in a... In a world Eric's where... a ginger, by the way, so that's just so much sweeter. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I don't approve of those jokes, but I'm, now when I, I'm I like, going home. I particularly like that one. <laughs> um, well, I mean, a satan ate my soul, so I just, I, I literally fit in mm-hmm. with all of it. Were you ginger before then, or after? <laughs> after you played uh, Necron? Good question, actually. Good question. Great question. <laughs> every Necron is a ginger oh. because their souls are gone. <laughs> Have you never seen the Necron models with wigs on? <laughs> They're all red hair. Uh, Not that great. Doesn't matter. So what was cool is that they were just an um, an army of soulless robots. And yeah, like even the lords. Yeah, there was no personality between yeah. them. They were just machines made to destroy people so the Satan could feed off their life essence. Yeah, and there were slaves to the Satan. The Satan were, like, the ones holding their chains. Yeah. It's yeah. like, so, so Cesaric and yeah. how how he, like, freed all the Necron, that never happened in old school Necron. Yeah. Like, the the Satan were their lords. They went to sleep because the galaxy was, like... They basically, like, called, like, 99% of the galaxy. Yeah. So they need to back off so the galaxy could repopulate. Exactly. And that was why they ended up doing their whole long sleep. And yeah. then they've reemerged because the galaxy is plentiful again so that's like old school necron and i loved it just because it was like everything else in the whole like codexes and everything they all have like their special like their leaders and they've got their stories behind what they do and how they act but with the necron it was just like there is nothing like that you know you just had your two named katan and that was it yeah that was it and that was like one of the coolest things about it is that you're just another drone yeah. Right. And so I, I liked that. Um, so actually, when they changed it over to the new Kron, I had some serious issues. I think we all did. Yeah. Um, but upon reading more it's and not more, bad. It's that's just the thing. different. At, and that's the thing. Like upon reading more and more of it, like if Necron, if I never knew what old Kron were, the new Kron would have been perfectly sweet in my mind. Right. But just because I knew and I had something to be like, oh, they changed that. You know, you kind of get a little bit. It's one of those yeah. like, I can't believe they changed it. Yeah. But like, you get attached. We complained about that last time. We're like, screw you. If you don't like it, leave. <laughs> yeah. But like, really? Like, I didn't leave. I didn't leave. <laughs> I'm no, because no, you're a reasonable human and you still like Necron, even yes. though they changed it. Yes. Um, yeah. And like, the more I read it, the more like, you know what? I actually do like the new Necron, perhaps even more than I like the old one. Which that's all a part. lot of that just comes down to like that's what you prefer, yeah, right? Yeah, so. yeah. I I I was a big fan of like. To me, it's a lot more s- scary and menacing having that silent, yeah, okay, yeah. Pers- like no personality, killing machine just marching towards you, right? Yeah, like, to yeah. me, that silence is like far more menacing than like. Something with a personality that can talk and you can make deals with, right? And to could me, potentially like, even be, be quirky. Yeah, or even yeah. be allies with you. Like yeah. to me, I preferred yeah. like the whole like there was unthinking, no unfeeling. Beyond, they're gonna kill you. Yeah. You better you know do whatever you can to stop them because they will kill you. Right. So, in a lot of ways, if you'd never said Necron, 
in that that sentence, I would I would have thought you were talking about Tyranids, like unthinking. You can't ally, to- ally with them. You know they have no personality. They're just feeding. Yeah. So I think that probably would be why just the similarities between them were too much. It, it's possible. Like, yeah. I, I don't have any proof or any anything. But, no, I, but I, there is a very real similarity in how they've played out. Yeah. So. But one is like all biological and one is all mechanical. They're like two sides of the same coin. I would say y- yeah, more like so than still, being copies of each other. The purpose is the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Just, all of us just looked at Jordan on his computer, and he's just looking at Jordan. What are you looking at? Gay porn. What Can't you see? <laughs> is, that, that a, is that what that is? Yeah. What Mark said. Is that penis going inside of another? Oh, oh my! Oh my god! Huh. I just realized I, didn't know I my penis is not like that. No. <laughs> Mine is very different. Have you seen the Kim Peel where he's like? Uh, I tried to fit a matchstick inside my. Dick. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to know what it felt like to be a woman, and then he's like, "It was square. <laughs> my dick was too square." <laughs> like, oh, those guys are funny. They're pretty good. Yeah. Okay, um, way off trail. So Necron. Yeah, like that. To me, they're just so much like Nids that I already have one, and I'm glad they changed the Necron as opposed to changing the Nids. Gotcha. Like, cause to have bugs with personality, that's a little, yeah. that'd you know, be a little I'm odd. S- well, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the way Starcraft does it with the Zerg. They have some personality and you can interact with them, but, yeah, but I, have, I'm, yeah. I like the nids the way they are. Sure. Don't yeah. GW don't change the tyrants, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what I'm, what I kind of, I like, I don't know how I feel personally between the two. I, 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 you know, the new, new lore isn't bad, but it, it ain't no not, Primaris Marine. No, you know, like, but it's not my favorite. Yeah, I love Primaris Marine. Get out of here. That was great. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not my favorite. I, I mean, they're a little but... heavy-handed with the Egyptian kind of equivalencies, I think. It's... But even, um, like, Old Kron, they ha- they've always had that Egyptian. I know, but they literally have units called Fair. Ferons. Yeah, like, I know. It's, it definitely amped it the up, puns but it's always are, been a thing. Yes, it was. And I, like, Games Workshop is known for that. Don't like, you remember when, like, I first bought my Necron? Like, I bought, like, an old uh, skeleton army that was, like, an Egyptian t- army to convert yeah. so I could convert onto my things because I was like, oh, I'm going to make mine look more Egyptian. <laughs> well, because your lord, you bought, like, one of the very first Necron lords yeah. where he's actually, like, he robed. has that, like, robed... Yeah. Uh, and it looks like scales and yeah. everything. Yeah. Like, so they've always kind of been a thing. And I always equate it to, like, like Ultron and Necron happened at the same... Well, I guess they can't. Never mind. No, yeah, but I, I do agree, like, in my in my uh, head canon, I guess I would say, where I kind of make the two <laughs> exist. Yeah. Where, like, the Ultron had existed prior to the Pharaons waking up or yeah, the Lords exactly. waking up. So they were at one point mindless killing machines yeah. until those with consciousness woke up and kind of gave them direction. Yeah, And you could even say that the... The, ne- or the biggest thing I have against that is the Satan. The Satan were but the whole But you time. could say that the Satan, the, the shards, were powerful enough to hold sway over the Necron, right? Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's headcanon. It doesn't all have to work out, yeah. right? It's my, my mental blending of the two yeah. factions. Yeah, I don't have, like, a huge problem with the retcon. I just missed it when they were just a silent killing machines. Yeah. To be fair, though, like, 99% of them still are. Right, like, no, yeah. that's definitely true. And in the codex it says, like, hey, your tomb world, if you want to make it, can have no, like, mental... Like, the leadership is kind of, like, eroded so that they are mindless killing machines. It's perfectly... Yeah. You could right. you could feel that army and it would be 100%, and, like, and, lore-friendly. And if you wanted the Nec- or the Satan to be, like, in charge, you could say that, like, this Satan is actually, like, 
10 necro- or Nightbringer Satan shards crammed into one, and right. that's why he has He's that sway. Enough to do so it. you could very feasibly still do old Kron lore in new Kron. Right. And like. Until the Triarch showed up. Or. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Eric, like, if. If you were introduced to them, like, let's say if you were introduced to the new Kron first. Yeah. And then you were introduced to the old Kron after, do you think you would still have those same feelings of you like the soullessness? No. Well, okay. I like, I do like that, but like, that was one of the initial things that got me attached to the Necron. So yeah. most likely, you know, whatever it is you're born into, like that's what you go to. Yeah. So most likely I would look at the Necron and be like, oh, like I like them way better than yeah. the soulless machines. Yeah, like it, it's interesting to think like how much of it is just because we seen the old Necron first. Right. Yeah. Like for new players who come in now and know nothing about them. Yeah, it's just the Necron or the Necron. Or right? like, yeah, say for example, GW on the next Codex release, they're going to revert back to old Necron. They're going to scrap all this stuff and they're going to go back to the way it was. Yeah. Like to me, now that would feel like a loss. Even for someone who's not 100% behind the new stuff, I feel like something would be missing again. I guess. It, now yeah. that you've experienced personality mm-hmm. and characters, you're like, oh, you know. Yeah. I would like it. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely one of the biggest things was old lore. They had no soul and the Satan was in charge. What what other changes were there uh, that are noticeable? I, I they didn't have a soul before, I think you should clarify. No, yes. They didn't have personality. personality. Yeah, it's a big I thing. guess the, soul never the soullessness was always yeah, a thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, you guys are definitely... Uh, when you, yeah. The cryptics is a huge change. Yeah? Because yeah. They, they didn't have the cryptics in the old... Like, there was a lot less models Like when I, yeah. when I first got yeah. into like it. Like, the triarchs aren't the thing. Right, like, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, tons like of even, them. Even when I first started in Necron, like, Tombstalker wasn't a thing. Tombstalker... Probably not. No, death like, marks weren't a thing, right? Death marks, like yeah. the they, they had very. We've really actually the only lost, things we've lost pariahs. Yeah, yeah, right. So that's another thing that they've changed. Yeah, yeah. Which is a thing that I liked, and I like to pretend they still exist. But I really, I, I, never, I, I, never I never really looked, understood them in Necron yeah, lore. Actually. It was always weird to me. Okay, well, do we want to? I thought they never. Yeah, yeah. Fit. Touch on. Okay, like, so pariahs essentially. Go back to, uh, as we mentioned before, there's a pariah gene, so soullessness found in humanity. So it's said that the old ones had possibly edited that gene into humans, according to the Eldar. Yeah. And um, it manifested now, currently. And the Necron were trying to find pariahs. I thought the Necron did it. The Necron placed the gene there. No, uh, the old ones did. Hmm... Maybe. I don't know. I seem to recall the Necron, the Necron doing it, and they were like, because they did it in a bunch of races, and they were trying, and then maybe like, seeding them to later, harvest later. Yeah, like because they did that in the war on in heaven, right? Like they did that way. Okay, back I'm in a little day. sketchy on the details because it's been a while, and they right. don't exist anymore. Like, yeah. In in all the new races, because the old ones had just um, ooh, keep going, keep going. The the old ones had just at this point like seeded the whole galaxy. Yeah. So the Necron Tur come in after them, alter some things because they were very scientific, right? Yeah, yeah. Like and I said, then, I could I could be like, sketchy I'm on the pretty details. Sure that's it's what been it was. a while. And and then they went and harvested all those races. They would go find the pariahs that actually worked. Okay, that's you possible. Know who else kind of does something like that? Who? The Nids with Gene Seal cults. They kind of. Uh, that's kind of a stretch, I think. But no, I know. I'm just being. He's just smiling. I'm just being a dick. Just okay. a dickhead. You're the dickhead. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, they would collect these pariahs. They do the biotransference on them and turn them into new Necron, um, who are like. But yeah, but they're, they're not Necron. No, they're right? humans yeah, that were exactly. turned through that process into 
Necron, like into bodies of they, they of had Necron. like a really yeah, like, cyborgy feel to them. Yeah, like, yeah, I and they look different. The point, like I don't, I, I just thought it was a cool, unique thing that like I like anything to do with Priyas personally. Yeah, so I mean, both of you guys do. You get real hard ons for those. So the guy know? who made a whole army of soulless things. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. To me, it feels like a loss in the lore. Personally, I I like. I it. never thought they never, fit. Yeah, I never liked it. Like they, why why would they do that? Yeah, like, why would only the Necron? Yeah. Field these things. Yeah. That makes no sense. Like, and like, why would they try to like buffer their ranks with these things? Like, they ne- don't need them. To, to Necron help. are immortal. They they have, like, they were a, they were a galaxy spanning civilization. So it's not like they're like one plan they're like well we just don't have the numbers you can conceive that like there's so many of them you don't need to buffer your no especially when casualties mean nothing to you right you know yeah i, I can see no real reason that they need them because like the warp like they don't they don't use the warp at all like they have the satan they had the satan yeah and when you have a satan like you're invincible yeah. So I, I saw. I see no reason to have the pariah. Yeah, and if anything, that's just one more soul that the the Satan can't eat now. Like if they go around and they implant soulless genes into other races, like it just doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. why they're a thing. And that's why yeah. Games Workshop got rid yeah, of them. I mean, like, I think it was a good move that they got rid of. Yeah, them. like it just. I never could wrap my head around it. Maybe I didn't do enough reading on it because I never thought they fit. Yeah, but like, yeah. He doesn't like that we disagree with him. No, that's fine. You ever, like, this is totally opinion based. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the, the, the fact is that they're gone. Yeah. I so, just remember something. With good about, reason. Sorry. <laughs> which is. So, um, if we're talking about, like, the units that the old Kron had, yeah. they had lords, they had destroyer lords. Yeah. They had. Warriors Im- and destroyers. Im- immortals. Yeah. Warriors, scarabs, and pariahs. And then. Flayed to- ones. Flayed ones and tomb spiders. But if you look at their index or their codex now or whatever you want to call it, there's yeah there are a bunch like oh, death masks, way and more marks, death marks and like really oh I guess they the had monoliths too. But yes, like, they did. Yeah, they have they way have, more vehicles now, more yeah. troop options. Yeah. Where before like it was very much like when you seen a Necron army across the board, it was you had a lord with a resurrection orb. Yeah, and you had a bunch a of bunch warriors. of warriors and like if and you had monolith, enough points, you yeah. yeah. feel the monolith, yeah. right? Like you never really it's very cookie cutter. Yeah. yeah, you never really took flayed ones. Yeah, and like, like you'd rarely you'd take a spider like if you like you take a spider over the monolith like you take like three spiders because yeah. they increase like the chance of the reanimation protocols yeah, the survivability of it all but yeah. like it was very bland it which, was which, I, which was a which good was thing. their flavor yeah yeah i liked <laughs> their that. flavor is vanilla <laughs> yeah like some people like vanilla yeah i mean i like a little bit of the chocolate myself i just finished watching uh, <laughs> uh, iron fist no, and it was so bad. But it's the one so scene, bad. which was just like too that, funny, the whole season. Yeah. Oh really? It's yeah. terrible. Mark doesn't watch them I've in heard, episodes. Heard he watches bad. them in seasons. It's yeah. so bad. I sit down. I undo my pants. And I watch the season. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? What? What do I undo my pants? You might be wondering. Yes. Comfort. Comfort. <laughs> it was a big dinner. <laughs> uh, but the one scene was like the one guy, like his, uh, his. Uh, assistant did him like a favor or whatever yeah. so he threw him like an ice cream party and he all had all these like exotic rich ice creams and he's like you want some blueberry truffle and like all these fancy ice creams and then the guy's like i just want vanilla <laughs> and he gets killed so yeah <laughs> <laughs> he fucking gets killed over vanilla ice cream 
So us talking about some people just like vanilla, and yeah. Eric, you're one of those guys. Yeah, there yeah. was the, in the overly complex world, and I was pretty new at this point, right? In the overly complex world, there was a simplicity to the Necron yeah. that I craved. <laughs> yeah. No, it was super simple. Yeah. It was super easy. You could just be like, oh, I'm a Necron. I'm soulless. I'm just going to kill you because you're a person. Yeah, and feed you to the star gods. Right, exactly. Well, yeah, you've said it like in one of your quotes. Like, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that was that was what I liked about them the most. Yeah. But, yeah. They, I, I, I'm okay with the fact that they're making lots of changes, and they're only going to make more. Yeah, well, they're always going to be adding to it because it's a company and exponential growth. Every company They want their paycheck, too. Yeah. Sure, whatever. And that's a change I can get behind. Female Space Marines? Uh, <laughs> listen to our bonus episode. About that. Wait, I'll just tell you right now. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did want to share, if I was to make a new army... Well, no, 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 no. Oh, Come on, Eric. What? When... Not if. When. when you make a new army. When I convinced John to buy my Gene Stealer cultist. There you off go. Me. For four hundred dollars. Easy, quick five hundred. Quick five hundred for forty models. It's yeah. simple. It's, don't even think about it. It's, it's a good deal. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um I, I would do I would do a Necron army, I think. Yeah. Uh, other than the other Space Marine armies. But so like ever since we started this podcast, like I've yeah. been like way more on um like the social media aspect of this thing. So like I'm like I'm constantly looking at Twitter for and, photos and stuff. Well, no, yeah, for for Warhammer stuff. Yeah, like because I'm on our Twitter account, yeah. right? So I, I like everything, and and I'm uh, following people, and they follow back. But as I look at the feed, like I just get inundated with these like photos and these like what people are posting on like what they've painted and what they've converted, and a makes me feel like a really shitty uh, hobbyist. Human. Oh. What? Human. <laughs> Maybe that goes without saying. Yeah. Your identity is wrapped up in your modeler. It just makes me feel like a portion of myself is bad. Uh, but yeah, because like they like their painting is amazing yeah. and their modeling yeah. is amazing. Um, but it makes me want to collect. Yeah. Like I don't even care because it used to be like you build the army list, you buy to the army list. Yeah, and then you don't even paint it. Right. No. You exactly. slap it together in an afternoon. You prime it. Yeah, you prime it. Wow! Well, if you have spray paint, but what are the chances <laughs> of that? Not very good. Yeah. Uh, but now at this point, like I just want to collect the model. Yeah. Like I want to do a Necron army, and I want to just do an army with everything in it. Yeah. Like I want to collect uh, monoliths and annihilation barges and doomsters, even though I might never ever use yeah, them. Yeah. Like in you want to like collect an army that would be like what would actually happen in the lore exactly as yeah. opposed to like being what's limited. most efficient yeah yeah, yeah. most efficient what's, what's or, the best army point wise yeah. or something yeah. like I, I care less about that now even though I still do care about that because I am a min-maxer when it comes to stuff like that like yeah. you always want the best but, but when you have everything then you can just choose right exactly yeah. but the, the one of the ways I, I would do it which I was thinking about uh, when we were talking about this earlier is um, I've also gotten way more into like the paint schemes and mm-hmm. like how they mean specific things depending on the color. Yeah. And so what I would do is I would pick like a dynasty yeah. with a single fair on. And then I would. Would you, sorry, would you pick an existing I would dynasty? probably do it in Motec. Okay, sure. Right? Just because then I could actually use his character. I guess. Okay, right? sure. Because there's nothing to say that, like, Imotech doesn't have overlords as well. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. breaking up his sectors, you know, the, like, the yeah. dissolution of command, where he yeah. can, like, he can talk to his overlords, they can talk to their lords, and their lords go to the people, right? Yeah. 
So you could, I could have Imotech as a leader. I could have Overlords, and I could war gear them out completely differently yeah. depending on what their preference is. And then you can even have Lords underneath those. They can have it, and then you can pick your individual units. But the cool thing is, I would pick like, like I would have a unit of Necron Warriors, and they would painted be painted one way, and their Lord would be painted one way, and yeah. then I, I would have another to unit. represent like. <laughs> his tomb world right exactly because they're from a specific tomb world and then I would get another unit of warriors and paint them differently to match their lord yeah because they would be from a separate tomb world yeah and um maybe there's like a tomb world where all they did was they stored their vehicles and they are large heavy supports so I would paint all those like with the specific runes and the glyphs of that one and then maybe this one all they kept in it were uh, warriors so I'd paint the warriors one way and this one all they kept in it was something different so it would be a way to like you could have some diversity in the painting and you could have like a bunch of different lords yeah right and like they could all be different like loadouts and then even the overlords would be different, but it would all work under the, like the pyramid of the dynasty. Yeah, because Imhotep is in command of a bunch of different tomb wars. Right, exactly. Yeah. So you can have so much variety in that. So yeah. that, it's kind of what I want to do. Now that I, would be I awesome. don't have like six grand lying around. No, so. no. Little by little. Right? Yeah. Once I sell the Gene Stealer cultists. <laughs> yeah, five hundred bucks. Yeah. So I, like that would probably be the next thing that I do. Also, like I hate painting. So, but, <laughs> but painting. having said that, yeah, Necron, it would be so easy. Really, even it painting, so, so literally, next time you do it, buy silver spray paint, yeah, and then you just need to wash, it, yeah. Like, don't even start, don't with, even prime it. Don't, don't. Well, you prime it with the silver spray paint. That's not a prime. It's just a color. <laughs> well, no, but like that's exactly what it is. And then some of them, like their shoulder. Blades are like a different color, or like the death masks, like yeah. they marks. death marks. <laughs> I'm doing it to you now. now. Well, because they death have marks. they actually have white faces, um, yeah. and their armor is actually black. Yeah, on a lot of them, and mm-hmm. then the shoulder pad will denote like where they're from. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, there's a there's a lot more um, individuality. Well, because I come. guess maybe they're actually not a part of Tomb Worlds. Well, they are in stasis right they are hibernating yeah. so they have to be on a tomb world i guess but they might operate a little more like a cryptic where you know you're not Major necessarily yeah. Yeah. yeah okay yeah yeah so it, it, it was cool for me i liked the yeah, idea i really like that too and then yeah. just like yeah this one lord has a destroyer body and like the vast majority of his troops are destroyed right because exactly like, that's just the cult that he has on his planet like yeah and it just you can eat, make each lord themed a different way. Which is totally what it would turn out to. Yeah, so. which would be sweet. That'd be so yeah. good. And then you just, you'd pull out, if you had enough models, right, you just pull out exactly what you need. And sure, I might lose, like, efficiency on it because if I'm fielding my destroyer unit, I'm going to field my destroyer lord. Yeah. Right? And if I'm going to field my Necron warriors, I'm going to field my lord with the resurrection orb. Yeah. Right? So I might, it might not be the best, like, point-wise for me, but it would it would feel the best yeah. when I play it. Yeah, it would be cool. It, I find the games where you come up with the story and you actually have a reason for fighting. We don't do it enough. We got to start doing that. Like even just before we start to like roll dice, just come up with a quick little story. Yeah, like what's going on here? Like we played like a Lord of the Rings game last night, and it was fun. Or two nights ago, or whatever, and it was fun. But like it was like uh, Moria goblins and Easterlings versus elves and Rohan. Like there was. It had no reason. To yeah, happen. and like it was fun to play, but like without that, exactly yeah. why. But with your army, it's like it will be fun to play. You can come up with like a, a narrative theme while you're playing with them, and like when right. you look at them, you can kind of see the narrative. And yeah, no, I I, I think it'd be really cool. Yeah, 
so easy to paint too that's like <laughs> the number one thing yeah exactly yeah it makes it really easy yeah spray paint it silver wash it oh, with some so null oil and i don't know that's about it i'm not a painter <laughs> give it some rest oh man i'm looking at these photos on twitter and it's just phenomenal yeah, it really makes guy, you wonder. He this one guy painted a shadow on someone's face, like you know, like a five o'clock shadow. Yeah, he painted that on, like it, it was amazing. <laughs> Give all your Necron beards, beard con, beard con, like no, the like, a, like a moss, like a moss, like a fungus that grew. <laughs> that on would them. actually be kind of cool. Yeah, like they're just standing stationary for like a long time, and it's got like stuff growing on them. That'd I'm pretty sure I modeled, cool. I modeled one at that point, at one point like that. Hmm. Yeah. But I didn't like it. Also, I was really not nearly yeah. as good. Not that I'm good, but I wasn't as good. Yes. Yeah. A little more. You took a little more liberties. <laughs> I definitely did that. Yeah. Uh, Christian, actually, was it you who showed us the photo the other night of the sprue cron? Yeah. <laughs> now that's guy, taking liberties. Yeah, he, he built an entire army of Necron out of, like, sprues. Like, he took sprues, cut up the pieces, and, like, modeled them after as, like, the shape of Necron. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. I'm yeah, it was a good armor. job. Yeah, you definitely can know what that guy is trying to go after. Yeah, feel exactly. Like, what units are and stuff. But it yeah. is hilarious to see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else we want to talk about Necron? I don't know. I, I like them. They're cool. Yeah. Got stuff and things. <laughs> what? They have stuff and things? They got both those. Oh, man. They probably even got some... Items as well. <laughs> Some objects. Some objects. Whoa, whoa, let's not get too crazy here, gentlemen. Yeah. Um, okay, anything else you want to add, Christian? No, I'm good. I'm got my son, two cents in. Jordan? We're good, cool. All right, well, um, thanks for listening, obviously. Um, don't forget that we do have a contest going on with our um, image, our Lorehammer image. <laughs> Yeah, um, post it on our page. If you want any more information, give us a shout out. Check out our Facebook, obviously, Lorehammer. I am on Twitter, and I am pretty active. So if if you comment, I actually had a guy comment. Oh, I was going to talk about this. I'll do it next episode. I'll talk about it right now. No, nah, it's at the end of the episode. It's fine. No one's going <laughs> to listen to this anyway. So uh, uh, follow me on Twitter, Lorehammer Forty K. Check out our Facebook page. Like us on iTunes. Subscribe to us. Leave us a rating. Obviously, it, it makes us look really good. If you do that, um, and if at some point we start making some motherfucking money out of this, uh, come thing. on, come on, don't be like that. We're not gonna make money out nah, of this. I know. I'm just saying I want to buy Christian a mic. Is my mic that bad? Maybe, Should, maybe it'll why? give you some he's, damn pride. He's not. Oh, this is his last episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because we're murdering him. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know. Thanks for coming, guys. Yeah, thanks. End of episode secret message because no one listens this far. Uh-oh. Fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> That's all I got. Oh, okay. Peace out. See ya.